Coming to me live <laughs> from the barrage. From the barrage, we're getting drunk live in the barrage. Live in the barrage. Rob Rampy, the voice of fine. reason. That, sorry, that well, we're still recording. What are you doing, talking? I want a fucking bottle of whiskey. You showed up in a hate list. <laughs> <laughs> fucking mounds are fucking bullshit. Yeah, yep. This is Biz Marky, and you are now listening to live from the barrage. <laughs> Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live from Barrage. I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sport song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants some. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to that Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out. This is my show. I said O-R-I-A-M. That's my name from the other end. Hey, everybody. This is Killing a Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. Like, what's your favorite radio station? I have from the barrage. Look at the cycle logs into this shit. Don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound Live from the barrage. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. Makes sense to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you, baby? John Hulan, fuck you. I feel like we need to update our intro a little bit because it's it's kind of like when you have a outdated picture on your dating profile where it's like we've we've taken a turn for the much darker and I, I feel like that's not represented by our intro <laughs> yeah, at right. all anymore. Yeah. <laughs> In the beginning, it's like yay, yeah, we have a radio and now we show. All, oh, and now it's like fuck you. What the? F- <laughs> we all hate each other now. <laughs> it really like it, it's venomous. Took me a lot. We to don't show all here tonight. We don't all live in the same house and and hang out with each other on on weekends. Heritage, like, ba- it's, it took a lot for you to show up, Heritage. I was tired, man. Yeah. I was not feeling showing up here tonight. I was beat too. Heritage was mad at me because I didn't go to Bismarcky with him last night. I'm yeah, sorry, man. He's a wuss. I'm sorry. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Yeah. So you say. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome Thanks. back. We you were missed last week. Oh yeah. That's yeah. that's nice to hear. I appreciate. You're so much nicer on the phone. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, you bring so much excitement to the show. I was all still charged up from like the show that was going on that I was at, so I was all buzzing from that and stuff. And I like free catering and stuff, and that that took a real like that really gets me amped up. Like if you had crew today here right now, I'd be all I'd be hitting the walls, I'd be bouncing <laughs> off the wall. And Jacques, yes, that was really a uh, hairdo acquired us uh, the Bismarcky station ID, which is is awesome and it does rule <laughs> and we didn't put that reverb on there that was all the biz yeah biz did that for us that's, that's the best part of this whole thing <laughs> like i had nothing I didn't to do touch with that. it I, he didn't ask me i just he next thing i know it came back to me like that and i was like whoa he made it nice for us he made it nice thank you biz Marquis. production yeah. value that's what that's all about and uh, thank you dri you also heard a, a station id from those maniacs we were in the garage uh, the other day uh, nice guys did you know they were coming? Uh, yeah, I thought the, it was a possibility they might stop by. You never know with those guys, right? They can, they, you know, they see like a squirrel run in the street and then they go somewhere else. So. Right, it depends. You got your attention spans are short in that band. Uh, but I said we had a day off and we were actually here in Flushing. I said, you want to go over to the barrage? 
And I got a resounding yes from everybody. They're like, hell yeah. And I was like, okay. Let's That's go. awesome. That's so cool. I texted John, like, let's go. You know, we're coming uh, over. Me, me and Houlihan were having, a, were having a conversation as to whether or not it was going to be like the Married with Children episode with Anthrax. <laughs> <laughs> it was exactly like that. It was exactly like that, except they didn't play. And instead of a dog, you had a 30-pound cat. I <laughs> ate the weird <laughs> shit out of the fridge. <laughs> if it came out of the fridge, why is it the, hot? The mystery meat. Yeah. Why is this hot? <laughs> did you make this? Is your, is your hunks moving? <laughs> Kooky. Did Kooky. Did you make, make two shirts home? I, I want to go on record as saying that is the best cameo by a band in anything ever. You know, and I will include Rock and Roll High School in that. Like, that is the greatest... When you moment. mentioned it the other day, I watched, sat there and watched the whole video, it's, and it's it's terrible, but it's great. It's so I, I like when Bud and fucking Kelly and even what's the the na- neighbor Marcy, they all go ape shit when when Anthrax starts. She starts play. throwing the lamp on the yeah, ground. Yeah, she <laughs> starts going crazy, and uh, she pats down Frank Bello, and she's getting all uh, hot. And then it's funny because you know she's in real she's life staunch she's, lesbian. Yeah, yeah. lesbian. <laughs> but uh, the, yeah, I like the 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 comedy writers like vision of what Anthrax is is like they come to the house and uh, start playing, and they just start smashing everything on the walls and like their own guitars and stuff while the play track keeps playing by the way you right. know, like, what did they play like persistence of time or something it like was that, that era they played a, oh, an oddball song off the record right i forget what the song was yeah it's weird hmm hmm <laughs> you don't get episodes like that anymore no 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 i mean it's, it's like justin bieber comes on yeah the show bulldog like, yeah Jacques is uh, mentioning Kiss Meets Phantom of the Park, saying that's better, but, you know. I, I don't know that that's better. That's better in bad acting. It's uh, <laughs> it's pretty bad. I don't think Ace Freely actually said a line in it, and there's a few scenes that I know for a fact are not Ace. They're just dudes painting the days. One of them was a black guy. <laughs> and, and, if you, and if you know the shot, you see, and you can tell it's a black guy. Right. Like, there's no doubt, and you're like, holy shit, that's a black dude. <laughs> Ace didn't even show up. Me and uh, Heavy Metal Chris were working on uh, the Hair Chested Contessa, uh, the Paul Stanley cooking show. That's going to be coming out soon. Great. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, he's I got a lot of good that. ideas. Oh man, I want to be part of these writing sessions. So yeah, I can get well, credit. just go on Facebook. That's where we're writing it. <laughs> Shouldn't it be Julia Starchild? I'm just, yeah. just out of uh, oh, that's that yeah, is pretty good. That's that's a good I like one. that I like one. That. <laughs> So uh, yeah, the DRI was in here, and they're nice guys. Thank you very much. Uh, they want, they're probably not listening, but uh, they brought me T-shirts. They brought uh, Mike just brought me a cool DRI uh, bottle opener that you could screw to the bar. Very oh. nice. Yeah, wow. check it out. Oh, awesome! Yeah, that's pretty good. Good shit. Fucking cool. Yeah, they had weird. They, they, had, they, had barra- <laughs> they had very barrage specific merch this time. I was very happy about that. <laughs> Tommy Rockstar in the chat box. Merch. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Tommy. Yes, merch. Merch That's up. all he hears. He listens to the whole show and it's like, merch. It's like a dog. His ears perks up and his head turns when he hears merch. Tommy should just open a Spencer's Gifts. Like, he would just, he could just make everything that's in there. It would be awesome. In Etsy. Tommy's merch. The crazy crap store at the mall. Is yeah. it Etsy? Etsy. Etsy. Oh, okay. I, I keep wanting to say SD. I don't know why. Suicide tendencies. It's a away from what you got. Suicide <laughs> tendencies. Yeah, we all have a little surprise from them later. <laughs> Speaking of Facebook, I was on there the other day and I was looking at Glenn Beck's page for some reason. And you know how it shows you who. who why, do, why do you do these things to yourself? I don't know. You I see which, of your, which of your friends like which it? Which of your friends like it? And the, my aunt and question mark are the two people that like it. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is a strange bedfellows. <laughs> oh, and it yeah. turned out your aunt and question mark were friends. <laughs> <laughs> right, and they're starting a band together. It's called question mark and my aunt. 
And question mark. 96T is forever. <laughs> yeah, I love him. He writes like this, lo- these two paragraph long things with no punctuation. It's like, and then he always ends it with dr- question mark. 96T is forever. There's no, there's never any like you know line or commas. It's great. It's ironic. Oh God. <laughs> it, you don't like uh, question mark, Ada? No, I, I didn't say I don't like him. I just I think that that long windedness uh, transcribes itself onto Facebook. That's interesting. You know what I mean? That's yeah, definitely interesting. I, I also think that people who can't punctuate and spell or whatever, like, how did you get to be this age? Like, whatever age you are, like, I I know some. I, there's somebody I know they didn't who's, die. Oh, I know, but I know shocked. somebody who's in their fifties on Facebook, and it was shocking. Yeah, they're functioning <laughs> illiterate. Shocking to me yeah. at how poorly these people spelled and function. Now, I, granted, I make some misspells. Sometimes the phone fucks me, but most more, you know, I, I've made some. Error, some boners in my in my day. Yeah, people are in the ballpark. You know, there's there's people who are just like. I mean, no. N- it's like you know nothing. my. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure my kids uh, kick their ass at spelling, and they they're terrible at it. I've become much better at spelling, uh, syntax, grammar since uh, probably three years into Facebook. Once once you join, John, forget it. You were on top of me for everything I did wrong. <laughs> yes. There, instead of, you know, they are, I wrote T-H-R-E-R-E, and I'm like, oh, fuck, why did I do that? That's because we're buddies, and it's fun. It's hilarious. I love it. I think I it, realize, it did I, make me a better uh, speller all Yeah, I, I fuck up all the time now, and I, I think I care less than I ever did at this point. And <laughs> I think that's true, though. I mean, I do think, you know, there's a lot of people that have said, oh, you know, technology is ruining our ability to, to speak you know, and write normally. No, I think, but I actually uh, think it's the opposite. Yeah. I think in the same yeah. way... I'm learning more than I've ever learned in my life. No, no. Same, but, have you ever looked at Twitter, though, Dave? You know, you're very Twitter uh, uh, savvy or whatever you want to call it. There you go. I, have you ever... Dave typing on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, have you ever like, like looked at like... Went a, like, to the hey, Mets game last hit night. Hit a trending Stop. topic and then just looked at the tweets that are associated with said trending Oh, there's topic. a lot of morons. I mean, I definitely I'll give you that. <laughs> I don't think... I've been using the hashtag it's, it's moron this shocking. whole time. Yeah. It's kind of shocking at how moronic some people are. I mean, but that's that's, that's a general sample that's set of our populace. population, yeah. though. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I think I think, but I think that there's people, more people like Ryan. I mean, in the same way that, yes, you'll still see some guy that speaks like he's got 15 marbles in his mouth and and like you know is is you know fucking his pig. But there's also <laughs> there's also people that you know my uh, Mark Wheeler that plays a mess around grew up in Nashville and sounds exactly like me. And not to say that I speak the right way, and he wouldn't have if he was from Nashville. But Keep actually, digging. you know what? Fuck it. Yes, I am. That's I'm, I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, I mean, you don't if you sound have a like southern you're from accent, Long Island. You're a fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't but, realize uh, that I sound like a New Yorker. No, but I mean, but the point is, is and I asked him. I was like, why do you, you know, why don't you have a southern accent? He was like, because I grew up watching television and we watch the same shows. And I think that Twitter and like social media is doing the same thing with the written word. Where so hey 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 was his intro to a lot of like walking into rooms and stuff. <laughs> Hi, hi, hi. So there's a lot of, I mean, I think there's a lot, and there is, there are people that police social media and will give you shit for bad grammar or for misspellings or, you know. I don't, but I do look at you a little cockeyed. Now, the difference here is, like, now you guys are my friends. Like, I don't look at you differently. I know if you made a mistake, it's a mistake, you know. Caller, you're on the air. Turn down your radio, please, sir. Hello. Yes, can I help you? This is, uh, this is Brian Listen, uh oh, I gotta turn around and look at the it's zero zero comedian Brian Bruner, who I saw <laughs> on the Jumbotron at the Mets game and apparently your Mets are vampires because they don't work in the day. Right. 
Are you sure this is comedian Brian Bruner and not artist Brian Bruner? Are you working on a new bitch right now? How come you were in the smoking section at, at, at City Field? I wasn't in the smoking section. I, was, I actually sat in seventh row. Oh, why are we in the back? Oh, because uh, we were smoking weed. Oh, you smoked weed in City Field? Mm-hmm. And got showed on the Jumbotron doing it, apparently. <laughs> no, he was behind some kid on the Jumbotron. I don't know. What no, were you do- we, had a, we had, like, no tickets, and then right as we sat down, that guy was yelling, play ball, and it was like, there we were, right on the Jumbotron. First time in my baseball spectating career, ever making a Jumbotron. That was amazing. I, I sat down, and I saw comedian Brian Bruner, his big head on the Jumbotron, and I, uh, I sent him a Facebook message, and uh, we were, I was like, let's meet up, and he completely ignored me. Oh, I did not know. I was trying to hook up with you, and then he sent me a really blurry picture of a, what looked like a, a, a silver-haired fox and then as i saw a clear picture on facebook you're hanging out with uh, bobby valentine that's right were you, are you were you using the same phone that you are now to view this picture is that why it was blurry because no i'm calling from heavy metal's phone and his phone doesn't receive pictures oh yeah yeah it doesn't yeah, make calls either snake on it. <laughs> sounds like a motorola StarTech. uh so you aren't uh, you're, you're still off the cigarettes is my question uh is this is some hard-hitting reporting uh, uh, i still uh, off the cigarettes uh, I, uh, i'm off and on yeah. What's that? I said we're going to the endangered feces show tonight. Oh yeah. Smoke our brains out. Uh, what, what's the uh, what place is it again? Duffy's. Duffy's in Astoria. Go see the endangered feces record release party tonight for the album Insane Brown Posse. What's that? And it's Lorenzo's birthday. It's Lorenzo's birthday today. Yeah, he's yeah. 40. Yes, oh, oh, man. Two days ago. God damn it. No, I, I just wanted to clear up. I actually am a Mets fan, but when the Dodgers come to town, I have to root for my home team. It's like. And every picture like, of you is with an Angels hat on, so you're a big fraud. No, the Angels. Well, the Angels are Los Angeles. It's where, it's where I was born. Plus, Red, Red goes good with most of my ensembles. How many teams are you rooting for? Do you say he likes the team because he color coordinates? Yeah, is that's that what he thinks. He thinks it's fashionable. That Angels hat looks dumb. We're waiting on Tommy Rockstar to make our merch. <laughs> merch. <laughs> hey, hey no, man, the Mets are like the hot local girl that I fool around with, but then when my real girl comes into town, I gotta pretend like I'm with her. Yeah, no, you can't do that. You gotta pick a team and go with it. What's what's wrong with you? Hey, hey, no, artist. <laughs> hey, artist Brian Bruner, you don't like making money? I've contacted you on Facebook and Tumblr to buy some of your shit. I never heard back from you, dude. This is Hairdo. I never got anything from you, I swear. You can spell my name right. You know, it's, Brian, it's artist Brian Bruner with a Y. Yeah, right. I've got it. <laughs> That's uh, this is how you spell Brian Bruner. C-O-M-E-D. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll get you, uh, I'll get you a number from uh, Metal, and then I'll, I'll, I'll contact you. That sounds good. All right, you guys have a good night. Yeah, listen, wait, uh, one more thing. You uh, won't get back in touch with hairdo, so I'm going to hang up on you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Brian. Thank Bruder. you. So Comedian childish. Brian. Uh, I, was, I was all ready to hang up on him. Then he was like, okay, I'll see you later. I'm like, thank God damn it. <laughs> it's my job. No, so I did see him on the Jumbotron at the Mets game. I'm like, what the fuck? That guy looked like Comedian Brian Bruner, except without the goofy Angels hat. This time he's wearing a goofy Dodgers cap with, like, the flat bill. Who just switches when they feel like it? Assholes. Just, yeah. No. And it, what was it? I saw a picture of you. You were ditched, on TV or something? I, I would have ditched the Jets about? years ago. I'm gonna, I'll tell the story. The, the Mets game has there's so many facets to this story that I'll wait for Mario to come in. 
so I, I can uh, so he could be wrong and I could be right about everything that happened. Do you think if you night. do you think if you dressed like Kiss and went to a game, you'd definitely get on the Kiss cam? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that just occurred to me, but I think if you did like and someone had a sense of humor, you would totally make it to the Kiss cam. At which point you'd have to make out with the other person sitting next to you right, that was also dressed be like Jim a Simmons member of with Kiss. The big tongue. That's right. I'm sorry, comedian Brian Bruner. I'm, I'm just kidding. I love you. Yes, call. You're on the air. Uh, hey, is this is this John? Yes, it is. Hey, it's Matt Gilman. How's it going? Hey, Matt. How you doing, man? I'm doing fine. What's going on? Oh, nothing. I just got off work, and uh, now I'm sitting in a hotel room in Illinois. No, I'm in Iowa, right across the border from Illinois. Oh, thanks for calling in, Matt. Uh, Matt Gentling of uh, the famous band Arches of Loaf, and also from uh, Climbing High things yeah what is this new gig you have <laughs> i want to ask you about that more than anything uh you're you working on like so matt you're a mountain climber right i guess it's fair to say yeah yeah i guess that's what i like to do pretty pretty much i guess and uh now you have now you got some job uh, like working on cell phone towers hundreds of feet in the sky what's that now you have a job working on cell phone towers yeah, I got it. I just started it like at the end of this past year, and uh, I was doing construction and them you know, for a little while. You know, basically just hauling metal up in these things and and bolting it in place. And then uh, I got moved to inspections now, so I do inspections. Uh, uh, the thing I that fascinates. My boss is at the door. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it's his boss. His boss is at the door. Oh no! <laughs> Tell him the fuck off. <laughs> Come Sorry, on. I had to get get my my boss the keys. Listen, don't lose your job. Go <laughs> go back to work if you have to. You know. <laughs> Is it, are you on a cell phone tower right now? No, no, oh. I, I was. Oh, actually, I didn't even climb one today. I had a lazy day. My my boss Bryce, he climbed today. We kind of take turns, you know. But yeah, so this is like a dream job for you, right? Climb, climb up in the thing and look for stuff that's wrong with them, and right. That sort of thing. Is there any kind of a, like a million pictures. brain tumor um, worries that you have? Like, you know, the, these things are activated? <laughs> you know, I'm hoping that it's sort of like a double negative. Like it's going to cancel out the ones I already have. <laughs> right, and hopefully it's sterilize a, it's you. It's a bit of a gamble here. It may give you superpowers. Yeah, these are the kind of risks and gambles you can take when you're like when you're 42. You're, when you're when you're like a you know, young person, you can't really afford to do that. But uh, you know, now it's like, yeah, let's give it a go and see what happens. Right, I'm terrified of heights, and so this is like fascinating to me. What's your position on cell phone towers that are designed to look like trees? Oh yeah, man, you can't even tell they're not a cell phone tower. <laughs> It's true. Have you ever seen those things? Yes, there's one by us in Long Island. They look like aluminum Christmas trees. Yeah, they do. They look yeah. like the worst kind of cheap artificial Christmas tree. Yeah, they should be festooned with like bright tinsel or something, because or ornaments, underwears, underpants. And such. <laughs> like, they are more distracting, I think, than regular cell phone towers. Mm. If they put them in New York, there'd be sneakers hanging from them. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> Have you seen the ones that look like cacti? Are there ones that look like cactus? There's ones that look like cacti. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the um, the, the type of, of cell phone towers that look like columns, those are called monopoles. And so most of the ones, most of the variations on the theme are, are based on that name. So there's like monopines and monopalms. <laughs> <you know, the, laughs> 
Imagine monopalm sounds like something sounds like something you would do in the privacy of your own home. Oh, right. I have monopalmed multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mom caught me monopalming the other day. <laughs> we got a bunch of guys in here suffering from monopalm. Believe me. Yeah. It'll make you go blind. So is this like is it is this like your dream job or you got the job and like you climbed the first day and now you're like ah oh, this sucks it's a job and you know blows again. Man, I really like it. Yeah, I really cool. do. I like working outside. I like physical work, and the the view is always good. And even when the weather's bad or it's creepy or something, it's interesting, you know. Yeah, you're and, and uh, it's it's tough on the brain. I mean, I, I say that probably for normal people, it's not as tough. But for my little teeny little brain, it's you have to keep track of a lot. You know, you can't miss any like loose bolts or or rust or things like that. But I just I like traveling around, and it's kind of like being on tour. You know, you're driving around a lot. Right. It's done wonders for your Facebook so. pictures. <laughs> yeah, that's been the funnest part of it, I guess. Like, look at like, me. And, and my boss Bryce is really cool, and he'll occasionally take pictures. You know, he's actually got about three pictures of me peeing. I think he always he's like a prankster. You know, <laughs> he'll ju- he'll jump from around corners like to try and scare the crap out of me. Like that's what we do. Right. It's a good idea. Hundred feet up in the air. Yeah, scare each other. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, are you peeing off? We, we, we listen to all kinds of sweet jams in the in the the truck. You know, his iPod. <laughs> uh, one of the favorite kind of one-two punches in the truck lately have been Ambrosia followed by Firefall, <laughs> which is it's it's smooth. We smooth it out in there. You got to smooth it out. <laughs> Pretty nice. You have to smooth it out. Now, when, lots of little river band and when, when you're peeing, were you up on the tower? Or, <laughs> no. Oh, he's I just taking pictures of you in the restroom. Off of the tower yet? I've, I've, I've done the Come old, on, what are you doing? The climber's trick of going into a bottle and then you need to pee in a bottle. And bottle schmuddle. I think I would. The first thing I would do <laughs> would be pee off the tower. <laughs> the second thing you're doing yeah, kind of, would be my it's job. It's kind of windy <laughs> up there though, oftentimes, and it's like yeah, you would be covered in piss. Climbing back down through it. Yeah, yeah, know? I hear that. Yeah, but, it's, but, uh, if but if you're really the ultimate prankster, do it to Bryce. <laughs> you oh, got to wait till go. Bryce is underneath there you. you. Go, like watch the windshield wipers come on in the truck. You've got to judge the windage right. So it's one man at a time. You know, yeah, in, in no tandem climbs. Yeah, yeah, in construction, you'll have like three or four guys up in the tower, all like bolting things together up there. Do you got to go up there when and, it's like uh, ten degrees? What's that? Do you have to go up there when it's like 10 degrees out? Oh, man. We went up. Yeah, we went up one in New Hampshire. It was like a 400-footer, and it was just stinging cold. It was like 9 degrees when we got to the site. I think it was 14 degrees. It, 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 like, it had warmed up considerably <laughs> when we got on the tower. How long? But it was probably to... in the single digits up top. Ouch. How long do you have to be up there for? That one took us a while because it, it depends on how much is wrong with the thing. You know, if, if there's a lot wrong, it can take like four hours. Jeez. But usually it's, you know, a couple, three hours. Hey, doing, I think I was up on one for like five or six one day. You do, so you're doing repairs, not just inspections? Um, no, not currently. Like I was, but now I'm just doing inspections. You oh, know, okay. if you just see like one loose bolt, you tighten it up. But mm. if, if there's like a million of them, you just like write it in the report. Mm. And, and it suddenly it becomes someone possible. else's problem. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't go back down. It's not like you can go back down and grab your tools and go all the way back up. You know, you got to have whatever shit's yeah, on you. It's exactly. like, once I'm coming down, that's it. 
We're, we're done. Yeah. Write it I up. I had my first recline yesterday where I missed something. Uh. We caught it looking at the photos, and I had to go back like later that same day and, and climb back up there. How long does it take to get up there? It took a little longer than I wanted it to. <laughs> <laughs> I'd forgotten that it was a little higher up than I thought it was. But uh, the, the landowner, that you know, the guy that owned the land that they put the tower on, he, he came by to talk to us, and he's a real nice guy. So we offered to take some kind of aerial photos of his house and email them to him, right. which I hope he didn't find as kind of creepy. Now, here, I don't, I don't want to freak you out. I'm going to revolutionize your entire uh, industry. Why don't they put a pulley on the top, and they hook you to it, and the other guy pulls a rope? How about that? A lot of guys do that. Yeah, <laughs> there's some great pictures, like it just hauling it like a. Grip I mean, what is it? 1880? Why are you? What are we climbing the things for? A winch on the front of the truck. Where are your jet packs? Why right. can't you yeah. just have a jet pack? Uh, that yeah, just... that's well. The, yeah, the jet pack they probably wouldn't spring for them. Just put the rope on the end of Bryce's Volkswagen, whatever. Have him drive really slowly. <laughs> You'll be, you guys will be done by lunchtime. <laughs> I think that's that's I think that's been done. Oh, has <laughs> Well, the, the industry's gotten a lot more kind of regulated and, and it's calmed down a bunch. Uh, but, uh, regulation, strangulation. <laughs> there were some pretty wild times. Yeah, I, I so, uh, if you I, can, if you can imagine it, it's probably been tried. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't really listen to Hulan on that because uh, <laughs> you, little do you know that uh, he also tried to uh, pass mailmen with rollerblades, which also was just a bad <laughs> idea. It's a good idea. Yeah, I stand behind that. Mailmen with rollerblades. Yeah, what the hell? It was done by lunch again. <laughs> Outrun any dog <laughs> or a pneumatic mail gun. <laughs> Uh, the other thing, I think that's a great idea. Thanks. <laughs> See, Dave, you made up an idea for me, and it turned out to be good. I want to ask you: you have to, you can just put regular ice skates. You have to be an in-shape exactly. guy to be climbing these towers, right? I mean, I've, if you, anyone who knows Matt, seen him play with the Archers of Loaf, knows you're pretty. You're in shape. I don't know. Hardest working bass player I've ever seen. I'm pretty wickedy these days. And, uh, but I do but see, thank you. do you That's drink nice a lot of beer? I see you drinking beer from time to time. How do I drink beer and also be in shape? Do I have to climb a tower? I don't know. Never happened, Jack. I don't know. I, yeah. I, like, I hate, I hate to exercise. Like, I hate exercise. For I like what I'm hearing so far. But, Fortunately, most of the things that I love in life involve exercise, so I just kind of, it just, I trick myself, I suppose. Yeah. Which is surprisingly easy if you ever tried to do it, to trick myself, trick me. Does monopalming count trick. as exercise? I was just going to think of how I can do two hands. <laughs> Dual palming. <laughs> Dual palming totally counts as exercise. Yeah. My right arm is so huge. All right, so there's never an easy answer to this. I always ask people that. They're like, oh, it's easy. That's it. That's the answer. The answer is stop drinking oh, beer yeah. like an idiot. <laughs> oh, it's easy. It's sort of the, the standard answer. Yeah. So any news uh, on the Archers of Loaf front? Are you guys touring? Are you guys doing anything uh, new? Or are you taking a, taking it easy? Take it easy. We're taking it pretty easy right now. Like, um, I think Bachman, I, I need to call him. I, I've, I've fallen out of touch with him for a couple months. And, um, but I, I think he's out on the road playing guitar for Nico Case. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. And and so that's keeping him busy. And then, of course, this new job of mine has kind of really screwed everything up. Yeah. But um, so I I don't know. We'll we'll try and and get one in here and there. I I, I would imagine we just haven't really. Is it fun? You guys seem like you're having fun in these reunion tours. You guys seem to uh, be laughing it up and getting along. Oh, we had a blast. It was it was super fun doing that stuff. You know. But even then, like we didn't want to overdo it. You know, I'm sure some people thought Smart we were overdoing man. it. 
Yeah. No, no. But No, I do wish you guys you know, would turn up, though, because it's it's not loud enough for me. I don't know. Every band I see, I mentioned this last time, it's just like it doesn't seem like it's loud enough. That's because your hearing is shot. No, and but when I'm in the car and like the radio's on, I always want to turn down. Is that it's because of me, right? It's my hearing, it's right? You, it's yeah. It. Can you tell all the bands to turn up for me <laughs> <laughs> next time you're out there on tour? Yeah, I'll, gleefully. Did, you thought we were quiet? No, I didn't think you were quiet. I just feel like uh, all the, everyone I've seen lately isn't loud enough. I don't know. Maybe maybe it is me. It must be my hearing, right, Dave? Yeah. yeah, damn I mean, it. When you, were, you walked out of that Motorhead show and you were uh, like, no, nah, this isn't working for me. I can barely hear anything. Now you got to quit hearing, too. Quit drinking, quit hearing. Oh, getting old sucks. Quit hearing. Why is Motorhead doing an acoustic show? Yeah, why, why is it so quiet? Are they playing in another room? I was screaming at the Mighty Shut High up, the other night me. to turn up. And I also screamed at the Mighty High uh, between every song, play one that rocks. <laughs> so they were impressed by that. I'm very happy with you. So uh, yeah, it was a fun show. You sound like you sound like the ideal audience member. No, I never do that to anyone. I'm not a heckler, but um, since Woody heckles me on Facebook all day, I get to heckle his band. That's the that's the rule. And good natured heckling rules. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. People that people that across the board hate heckling. I don't know what's wrong with them. Right. Like, it's that's ca- how you interact. A well ti- a well timed a well timed good you know not mean spirited just jab right. is, is always hilarious. Yeah. Oh, it's wonderful! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> great. It's wonderful. And you're like the personality yeah. guy of the band. You go out there and greet the fans after every show. You sit on the edge of the stage and talk to everybody. I've seen this happen a couple times, where uh, you know you meet yeah. the entire audience. Uh, you know, you're, they're all hyped up from the show. They still want to hang out. They want to meet people. You always hang out and uh, right at the front there and have a beer with the audience. I admire that. Because Bachman, has, stuff. Bachman okay. has the uh, yeah. has limo waiting. He's like, fuck <laughs> you guys, I'm out. <laughs> I got to tell you, it's a lot of work because, oh, yeah. you know, people are awful. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Archer's Alo fans. I mean, come on. <laughs> They're very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fun. It's like, I don't know, I get along with, like, most of the people that, uh, oh, Wow. My toilet just flushed and my sink is on. I think I got a poultry guy. Poultry goose. Is it Bryce? Is he taking your picture? Uh, that was. Remember how I said he was a prankster? <laughs> yeah. He was hiding in my bathroom. <laughs> Does that count as. I need to talk to HR about sexual harassment. All right, <laughs> Can we talk to Bryce? <laughs> yeah. Ask Ask Aaron Andrews how that worked out. What did he get? What, what he was hot? Like, what, the, what the heck's going on? But yeah, sorry. Yeah, to get back on task. <laughs> I don't know. Like people, you get along with the people that come out. Like people that come to see your band, you're probably going to get along with them, you know. And they're sure. Yeah. I don't know. Like-minded individuals. Nice people. Yeah. Well, they like you, which is a good place to start. You yeah, know, like yeah. if someone, if the first thing someone well, says to you is, I, I don't want to insult them by saying they're like me, I, but. Uh, <laughs> But they're, uh, yeah, nice people. Good people show up there at those shows. We were talking about the heckling earlier, and I uh, I was browsing uh, the internet one time, and I came across somebody, uh, some blogger who was writing all these uh, reviews of shows that he went to back in the day, and he mentioned this uh, Archer show at NYU, and I was like, oh, I was at that show. So I'm reading it, and he's like, yeah, and people kept screaming out songs, and the band seemed like they were kind of irritated by it until somebody in the back screamed out, play the set list, and the whole fucking crowd lost it. I was like, that was me. I yelled that. Yeah. Good job, Pat. <laughs> a little hey, moment of pride. I remember that. <laughs> 
play one the drummer knows is always a, a big hit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. And by the way, did you say poultry, Geist? Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna yeah. be using that from now on. Poultry guys. Ghost chicken. I can't remember where I picked that up, but it just it just <laughs> makes me laugh. Uh, what? Because uh, I, I tend to be kind of chicken. Uh. uh push. Hang on. Hey, uh, are you into old crocus? What's your favorite crocus tape? Favorite crocus? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> What, you're not into old croakers? There's no answer to that that, that is satisfactory. Metal rendezvous? We've never gotten an answer to that question. Yeah. Don't feel bad. Actually, we have. Uh, the guy, Chris Milnes, answered it. He said he loved old croakers. He said he was into a cannibal corpse. <laughs> he said he was a... No, not a uh, no, carnivore. Carnivore. Carnivore connoisseur. <laughs> He's a carnoisseur. So, uh, uh, what do you... Carnosaur. <laughs> That's good. Are you, uh... Carnosaurs eat poultrygeists. <laughs> are you doing anything else musically uh, outside of Arches of Loaf, or no? That's it, but basically, or, you know... I know you were... You were weren't you to- uh, running around with uh, Bachman on his solo tours and stuff? But you, well, you weren't playing, right? You were just hanging out and helping him? No, um, I was playing bass. Oh, okay. I, I went out with them. It was with, uh... It was sort of a Crooked Fingers deal. It was sort of his... Yeah. He he, kind of the closest thing he did he did to putting together a big band. I mean, there were like six of us on stage and stuff. It was really fun. Uh, it was, that was a really fun tour. I don't know. I'm I'm always playing in a bunch of different bands. Like I played in a band called The Poles that doesn't exist anymore. But they were really great and kind of joined up with them and started playing bass. And then um, you know played in a in a pretty cool kind of psychedelic pop band called Analog Moon that I'm still kind of playing in, but. Again, I'm out of town all the time, and then I'm trying to get together a band. I used to play in like a back in the late '90s into the early 2000s. I played in a kind of a noise band called um, the Track Rabbits. That was just two basses oh, yeah. and drums, and I made these noise tape machines that I kind of stole the idea from Steel Pole Bathtub, and mm-hmm. it was just a bunch of racket. It was really fun. It was, that band was a blast to play in, and, and then. The drummer moved away. He's like getting his PhD in at UGA, I guess. And uh, anyway, I'm, I'm going to try and get a band together with a buddy of mine who used to work at the Empty Bottle in uh, Chicago. And we're going to do another two bass and drums band called Crappy. <laughs> <laughs> I like the name of that band. <laughs> where where so are you? Like the fish. Where are you originally from, Matt? Asheville. North Carolina? From Asheville, North Carolina, yeah. Yeah, my family moved there when I was a baby. And uh, I was born in San Francisco and and then lived in Asheville pretty much all my life. That's how I met all the other Loaf guys. Are you still living there? Still living around? That's, yeah, that's where yeah. I'm living now. I'm based there. Although I hardly ever see the damn place anymore, it seems like. <laughs> yeah. But this is, this is perfect for you. Climbing things and driving around touring. It's like, you know, it's like you, it's the exact same thing, isn't it? The it's same thing you've been cool. doing. Yeah, there are a lot of similarities. Like, they've built a lot of interstates since uh, <laughs> since Loaf was driving around in the van. Like, they, I can name several interstates that are new. How do you compare touring with Bryce uh, to touring with like the rest of your bandmates? Well, um, <laughs> How, is Bryce uh, any good at guitar? <laughs> <laughs> we actually. Uh, we had another guy, Clark, that was that was uh, in our crew for a little while. We were actually three of us, and uh, Clark plays drums, and I play bass. And we were like, we got to teach Bryce to play something so that we can form a, a, a cell phone tower climbing band. <laughs> right. And we're going to be called 
we're going to name ourselves the Bent Members. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's what you call like a, a piece of steel in a tower is called a member. Okay. Because, you know, like a cross member and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so you look for bent members. I have a guy. Um, I, I have a guy who actually lives in uh, in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, who would like to join the bent members. His name is Steve uh, V. <laughs> he's got a bent oh, penis. Yeah, yeah, you know Steve V. I, yeah, his penis is yeah, crooked. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's totally... I, I've never met him in person. He's one of those. You know how like nowadays this is sort of a modern world problem, but you you'll like, know it when you see it. friends that are internet friends. You know. Mm. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I keep in touch with him, and and I like him a lot, but I, I've never really, I've never hung out with him in person. Right. Well, you can, you can. Uh, a, a pretty awesome guy, though. He he's he's great. You could find him. I guess he's corrected me here in the chat box saying he's from Riley. So no one cares. You have a bent penis is the joke. I don't care where you live. Hell's <laughs> wrong with you? <laughs> have you ever heard of Cordee? You know what Cordee is? No. I guess you'd have to like maybe just all of our all of our songs would be D chords or something or E chords. You just chordy. Chordy is like a um, it's a painful downturning of the penis. Oh, medical condition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds Ugh. terrible. Is that something that happens like yeah. slowly? It, it. You're born with it. I don't know. You, <laughs> yeah, you right. Know, Asking for a friend. Know, seeing as how many times my penis has been turned down. But, <laughs> I think it's um, yeah. I think it's when you um, when you actually uh, you know become engorged. That is probably when the pain sets in. You know, not I making a joke. Well, so. yeah, I know the. Feeling. I have yet to meet somebody who suffered it or who suffers it. I don't know if it's chronic. Like I suffer. Get it? Do you have it for life? Or mm. well, my penis is often turned down. That's, so yeah. he already <laughs> said, he already said that joke. <laughs> oh, I missed it. <laughs> Why don't you listen to the guest? Hey, at, at least we're on the same page. <laughs> You have any other jokes we can repeat? <laughs> hey Matt, thank uh, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, I've just a quickly a um, uh, couple more things. Uh, what was that? What did White I want to ask? Uh, you uh, you asked that. I'm not asking that question. All right, I'll ask it. <laughs> this is something we ask all our guests. It's a bit disgusting, but this is a this is a true question. His boss is just hiding in the bathroom. I think he's not going to have a problem <laughs> answering it. I'm ask Bryce. Too. <laughs> all right. Do you sit or stand to wipe after you're done with your business? You know. Well, I mean, you can't. You gotta. You gotta like elevate that thing up a little just to access it. Hover. We right. we we decided hovering. Don't 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 lobby. All right, I'm not lobbying. I'm not lobbying. <laughs> I mean, or you I can mean, pivot. I, no, I. I guess. I, I mean, I don't stand all the way up. Uh-huh. That's what you're asking. I like where this is going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds okay. more but, like but a sit to me. It sounds like a sit. No, no way. He if, stand- if you stand all the way up, if you stand all the way up, the book is closed. Right. So you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you're kind of down low, it's sort of like you're you're reading the book. But mm-hmm. some like the phone rang, and so you just turned it face down, and you know, right, right. It's a, place, you, you, it's a, it's the a placeholder page that you read. All right, that's a stand. Thank we you. we call that a placeholder. Is that an analogy that works? Yes, <laughs> yes, that completely this is a works. Placeholder. We call yeah, we call that a placeholder. Like uh, for instance, uh, Pat's been reading the P- Pete Wentz book, and uh, his, <laughs> he's got a place. He's got his page dog-eared there. Yeah. I do indeed. 
Hey, Matt, fun fact. Well, I mean, wh- where do all you guys land on this? I mean, like, there's some contention here. That, yeah, we're, we're split, I think. We're, so is, to speak. This is, this is bipartisan. Here there, there's five of us, and I think we're, 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 we're three to two on sitting. Three sit, two stand. Who's the other stander? Oh, then there were four to one. Stand. I think it's just me. I'm the only stander. But go you, listen, look that shit up. People don't talk about it. <laughs> That's why no one knows. It's about 50-50. I think you guys are crazy to be anywhere near that toilet. <laughs> I try to get as far away from that toilet as possible. You go in the bedroom. I go in the bedroom. I come downstairs to the kitchen. <laughs> get the hell away from that. There's germs on that toilet. God damn it. Anyway. But yet you keep your toothbrush in the same room. No, my toothbrush, my toothbrush is inside the medicine cabinet. I love that the, the only guest we've ever had to refuse to answer that question is Malcolm J. Brenner, author of Wet Goddess. Yeah, a guy had sex with a dolphin. He won't answer that. <laughs> That's the one question he wouldn't answer. That's yeah. taboo. Guy, yeah. guy, and he talked about having sex with the dolphin, but wouldn't answer our question about that. What was his, the, do, the dolphin wipes, though, so wow. I'm sitting down. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, yeah. can I ask you one big favor? Uh, could you give us like a station ID? I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, but like say, hey, this is Matt uh, March of the Loaf. You're listening live from the broad, or what's something along those lines? Yeah, and and, and uh, just say you're listening to live from the barrage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just whenever you to go, I guess. And uh, one, two, not three, four. Good at this kind of thing. Yeah, but. I know. Don't worry, no one is. You got to <laughs> hear the other ones we have. Anytime you're ready. Thank you. I'm sorry to do this to you live on the air, but when else am I going to talk to you? Got to do it now. Oh, that's that's all right. I, you've, you've entertained me so much with, uh, <laughs> yeah, with the sitting or standing thing. <laughs> all right. Anytime okay. you're ready. Just very simple. Okay. Whatever you like. Hello, this is Matt from Archers of Loaf, and you're listening to Live from the Barrage. That's absolutely perfect. perfect. Thank you very much. Better than we could have expected. Matt Gentling from one of my favorite bands of all time, Arches of Loaf. He's a good man. He's climbing those cell phone towers. Yeah. yeah. We appreciate it. Is there anything else, you, <laughs> anything you want to uh, plug, Matt? Anything you're working on you want people to go see? or uh, No? Man, there's all kinds of things I want to plug, but... Oh. Uh, but usually I get, it. I get in trouble. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, thank you very much. Thanks. Thank you. Man, thanks a lot, John. And, uh, yeah, if I see you, I'll buy you a beer or something. All thanks. right. Thanks a whole bunch. Sounds good, man. Thank you so much for calling in. I'll stay in touch. I'll see you on the uh, internets. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Later. There he goes. That's uh, Matt Gentling from the Great Arches of Love. Thank you, Matt. That was take, great. take a quick break. Yeah, let's take a quick break, and hey. we'll be back hopefully with our guest uh, Jesse Cannon at nine o'clock, I think. Taking a fucking break, tough guy.
what's up? This is Mike Muir from Suicidal Tennessees, and you're listening to Live from the Garage.
fuck the blues, ain't your bad news, you can trip with the juice, while I sip booze on a seven day cruise, in Louis Vuitton shoes, with floozies by the dudes, Daisy, WBLS. That was Fat Lip with Today's the Day. Before that was uh, War Inside My Head by Suicidal. Yeah, which I'd like to. Oh, shit. Sorry. I, my, my mic's the only one that's on. What a coincidence. Yeah, that's shocking. <laughs> I'd, like to dedicate, I'd like to dedicate Suicidal to LWS. That's all. LWS, all right. We don't know who that is, but. What's up? This is Mike Muir from Suicidal Tennessees, and you're listening to Live from the Board. I love that. Thank you, Hairdo. Hairdo yeah. on the station ID tip. Another there. great game. Oh, my God. I, I, I told Well, John knows this. I had to get two of those from him. And it was funny because John's like, you asked for it because he could hear the unedited version. He's like, I cannot believe you asked for a second one. I know. Because like, you could just tell he wasn't that into it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Which is surprising. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was shocked he wasn't more down with our podcast. He's whatever. a big fan of the show. I know he listens every week. <laughs> every week. What's up, Mike? He listens with his bandana over his ears. <laughs> well, thank you, Mike Muir. Thank you, Sue Saltanzi. And before that, of course, uh, Wrong by Archers of Loaf. I forgot to ask uh, ask uh, Matt Gentling if we were allowed to play Archers of Loaf, and uh, but oh well. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to get that whole catalog too in the in the pocket. Door's gonna come flying open because. Um, I wonder when we get sued if we could legally be like, no, listen to episode thirty-eight of our podcast where where they said that we could uh, we could play their music. <laughs> Gentling's got a grappling hook. He's on the roof right now. Yeah, it's uh, Mac McCowan. He's he's digging a tunnel under the garage door with a little tiny shovel, a trowel. A trowel. He's using a trowel because that's all he can hang the handle. I'm gonna sue the shit out of you guys. <laughs> Why stop? He's a small guy with a he's high voice. He's a little voice. dude with a trowel. Stop. Not worried about him. I can take him. I'm not gonna message him tomorrow and ask him if we can play Super Trump. <laughs> and if we can't, yes, but you have to play Port Static too. <laughs> yeah. I have a backup plan. If we couldn't play any Super Chunk or Archers of Love, just play some Police Teeth. So don't worry about it. Oh, I got it all figured out. Oh, someone's on the phone. I hope it's Pete Wentz. Hello, uh, is this Pete Wentz? Someone's on the phone. I hope it's Pete Wentz. Oh, turn your radio down, Pete. Uh, no, it's not Pete Wentz. Oh, is this Jesse Cannon? No, no, this is this is Salazar. Oh, okay. Hello, Salazar. How are you? Yeah. Uh, first of all, uh, I've uh, I've never listened to Crocus. I don't know that, uh, and I uh, sit down for the for the white. I'm liking this guy already. Right. <laughs> right. So uh, I got I got uh, two questions. I got a question, and then it's sort of a follow up question. Hang up but uh, the question is why? What is the the male impulse that causes men to send uh, uh, dick photos to women like Brett Favre et al? And uh, if you were prompted by a romantic interest, would you send your dick photo to uh, a lady or a, a man, depending on uh, what your thing was? Well, um, I like being interviewed. I know for myself, I I don't know what the impulse is. I've never had the impulse to do it, and I nor would I uh, if um, you know. I know what the impulse is. 
What? Because guys are fucking dopey and they think girls are aroused the same way guys are. No, it doesn't work that way. I mean, yeah. I take pictures of my dick, but I don't send them to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Those are for me. Yeah. I, mean, I take pictures of Dave's dick, but... Those are for my grandkids. I mean, if you, if you count the guy in the photo hut that has to develop them, because, I mean, I'm using disposable cameras. Well, maybe if someone's into cheap, that, like, you know... elaborate voyeism you're having. Part yeah. of the art There's definitely people who get off by the person who develops the film. Wait, what's, what year is it? We're still developing film, right? Well, I like... Yeah, I, I, I'm not... I'm not I, mean, I think we've moved on to a stage where we're not necessarily developing the film you know i, I but, like uh, i like to anyway i love i love the podcast and uh i don't know if uh uh walsh has told the uh australians at atp story or not but i thought that might be a good one <laughs> but uh thanks a lot uh keep doing what you're doing and uh i'll talk to you later hey salazar what uh, do you think what do you think the impulse is quickly uh, that's the thing. I, I can't. I can't, can't put your finger it on it. Yeah. I call it. It just seems like a bad idea across the it's board. It's terrible. Yeah. Well, well, first of all, in the age of the internet, you're not only sending your the picture of your penis to one person. You're sending it potentially to the entire world. It's out there. Right. And right. I, exactly. And we're here to say we're not down with. <laughs> Like, you know, Stevie's penis picture, I had it in my phone. I didn't look at it, but I could have easily just, you know, he, he, he doesn't know me that well. There, there are some Describe things. Describe getting graphic that, detail on the, the air every week. Of Wolf guy was talking about again. Uh, I, don't I, I, gotta, I don't think I've heard that. Uh, yeah, I haven't heard that either. The one where you're, uh, it's a downward Cordy, ba- pain. The downward dick problem. Right, that's a yoga pose. Downward dick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's all I can think of. So, hey. anyway, I gotta, I gotta get off the phone. I, I uh, uh, is Bryce, I love what you do is, is Bryce Hassling? All right, all right. Thanks but, a lot, uh, man. Yeah, ruminate on that if, uh, if uh, you can. Sure, right. we'll, we'll vamp sure. a little bit. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. There he goes, uh, Salazar. I don't know who that is, but apparently he knows. Seems to know you, Pat. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, he's probably got all those dick pics of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, we, if you Instagram him with different filters, though, I mean, that's kind of cool, right? Like, you know, like he's like, oh, I here's my seventies like, dick, and here's no, my here's no. my washed out country dick, like, and no, here's my that's, that's my dad's dick, <laughs> <laughs> rainbow afro, here's dick. my Vietnam vet dick. You Stevie, know, like, Stevie, I never said that you sent it to me. I'm saying when you send your picture out. You're potentially sending it to other people, which is why I had it in my phone, not because you sent it to me, but because you sent it to someone else originally. You understand? Or you, or you let somebody is else Is that really it. true? Is, yeah. It's somebody sent it like as a gag. This chick sent it to yeah. John after the show. I and John sent it, and John said, "I have a picture of it." And I said, "I'll look at it." And I, you, some things you can't unsee. I wish I hadn't, but I did. Caller, you're on the air. I use my dick pics for t- topography. Hello? Jesse? Caller? Uh, hmm. Don't, Hello? Don't see the caller. Don't hear him. Going once. Do we wait too long to answer? Going twice. No. 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 I'll let it ring like two times. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I, What's 973 Erico? That's, that's cell Jersey. Phone, right? it's, Jesse. It? Yeah, yeah, it's Jesse. Fuck. Hmm. But, no, whatever. Let me see. Call back, Jesse. Please. Call back, sir. Thank you. But, uh, you know, I mean, that is, I mean, to, to expect, in, in the same way that celebrities, like all these women celebrities, female celebrities who, who get their phones hacked, and they all seem to have, like, topless pictures on, on their phones. Like, why would you do that and keep it? Right. I don't know. Scarlet. Someone, someone expound on that while I answer our caller. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I, don't... I wonder if they really do want it to be out there. Uh, right. They exactly. Look like a lot of these leaked photos, quote unquote. I have like bullshit. over two thousand pictures on my phone. I don't think I've ever deleted a picture from my phone. What? Even Wang shots? 
I've never taken a wine shot. I don't buy that for a second. I know, <laughs> okay. I've known you for a long time. I believe there are dick pics on that photo, there on are that n- phone, excuse me. There are no dick pics on that I don't phone. buy it. Give me your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your phone and there's, the code. There's, there's other pictures on the phone. There's not dick pics. I don't... Uh, what do you think? I haven't seen any of these things. I'm an adult. I know Hand you haven't over. seen these things. Maybe not those particular things, but I've seen those things in general. Come on, give me your phone. I don't Hello? believe you on wiener pics. Jesse, is that you? All right, let's see. Is there a code? This is me. How's it going, guys? All right, hey. and his phone sounds awesome too. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Sorry, we were we were talking. Our, we had a previous caller that was talking about uh, why people would send someone a picture of their dick over over a cell phone, and and we got kind of embroiled in it. Oh well, I mean, isn't that an obvious answer? You're trying to get late. Yeah, but but who finds that attractive? Is I mean, have you ever, Jesse? Have you ever sent anyone a dick pic? Um, yes. They'll be for about twenty years. What do you think, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, see, I think I think I think I, I, I think the Eddie wanted that sentence was really bad. Like, how many people would be probably the appropriate response? <laughs> See, I think I think you would. I think it's something that you wouldn't be against in theory, but I think it's something that you you would would think in your personal situation that you wouldn't do it. But you would you would encourage others to do it. I, I encourage others to, to to do it, but you know it is that thing is that whenever everybody turns to me, they're like, "You should run for office." I go, "Do you know how many times I've done that?" <laughs> so it doesn't work out too well. So let me give you your official. They don't call him Jesse Cannon for nothing. If you know what oh. I mean. Oh jeez. <laughs> but uh, so uh, to everyone listening, Jesse Cannon, um, uh, special, amazing book writer. Now, can you can add that to your resume in addition to being a um, official selection of the sassy, cute band alert, which I, you knew I would have to bring up. What year was that that your your band was officially selected as part of Sassy's cute band alert? Uh, I'm going to say that was 1995 or six. <laughs> Sassy magazine. Sassy magazine. Uh, wow. Jesse's band. It was, was, it was actually 17. We're not cool enough to be oh, Sassy. Sorry. Like I know Sassy has like Riot Girl cred to all the like feminist chicks I hit on, but we were actually 17, so we were objectifying women. Claire Dates was on the cover, which was really anorexic. The Riot Girl felt like that. I uh, I do like that you are wearing a Boris the Sprinkler shirt with a a a word that has not aged well in that picture as well, if I remember correctly. Oh, that's that's true. You know, what's really funny is I'm right now in the lobby of a movie about gay marriage that I just thought I didn't, didn't think about that. That I was famous for wearing for wearing a really homophobic shirt in a National Magazine. <laughs> well, that's all I'm here to remind you. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's good. It, it, it's okay. I can remind everybody that I've known you so long. I, I think you haven't lost your virginity yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, get more fans. Uh, uh, tell us a little bit about the book. Uh, well, the book, the idea of the book was that music and promoting your band has always been like a black art that like. No one wants to tell you all the secrets and keep it to themselves. And like, all the make sure that only the people they want to get into the club of like popular bands gets in. And people always try to hold that power. And I think that's what's made music really shitty for years. Is that people who choose which bands get big are are really really bad at it. And I want to democratize that information so i took four years and wrote 700 pages on everything i could think of that you could do to promote your band 
Cool. Is, that, is there anything you left out? You're like, fuck! <laughs> fuck! <laughs> That's a good question. You, you, you know what's really funny? We, like, so everybody picks up the book and just like, you know, my fifth friend, who's a real nerd today, uh, sent me a picture of it next to his Harry Potter books and showed me that it's thicker than all of them. <laughs> and uh, it's 700 pages long and I chopped a third of it out. So, not much I left out, really, that I'm kicking myself, but I also spend forever doing I forgot that. to put start a band. <laughs> Fuck. Chapter one. Chapter one. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, why isn't my band getting famous? I do have to ask. Uh, Buy uh, instruments. I do have to ask that uh, the co-author is uh, is Todd Thomas of uh, of sensual harassment. Uh, yes. Now you you seem to be doing all the publicity for this book. Are you embarrassed by Todd or? Uh, or are you, <laughs> you, 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 you know, it comes down down to is that um, Todd likes to spend his time instead go walking up to girls and bragging that he's an author now. So he has no time to do this anymore because he's realized this is the ultimate pickup line in Williamsburg. Because mm-hmm. like. You know, all these girls like to pretend they're literate, but really all they've read is those Harry Potter, Twilight, and uh, what's the other one? The girls like the Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. Fifty Shades. So, uh, purple. so would, do you think he would go up to uh, Lena Dunham and say that he has a book deal? Uh, I, I, I think that that is definitely his character in Girls. You know, ye- yesterday, uh, truth be told, I was sitting at Edith's. They were filming Girls across from Matchless, and I was totally stalking it out because, as you know, it's my favorite TV show of all time. It used to be Jersey Shore, and now it's... Uh, now it's, it's, uh, it's true. Girls. It, 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 girls is so much better. It tells the story of every pathetic girl that I've ever slept with. And I love it <laughs> for that because I want to know what they're doing with their lives now that I'm out of them. <laughs> Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite character on that show? You know... I'll say this. Well, well, what I say is my favorite. It's not like the girl that I'm attracted to, but um, I find it hilarious that Marnie is from Montclair because she's like every boring girl I grew up being from Montclair. Just, you know, they, they, when I found out that her character was from there, I was like, you hit the nail on the head, Leo Dunham. This is that somewhat artsy, preppy girl to a teat. See, I don't know. I, I watch the show, but it's with a, it's with a combination of of just loathing and and and. So know. what you're saying is Jessica makes you watch it, that you do it begrudgingly because you're, you're you're very grateful that she graces you with your present her presence. But I know. But see, I but I, I mean, yes, that's definitely part of it. But also, I watch it in the way that. You know, you watch a movie that was shot, you know, down your street. Because I get, I get to watch the whole movie and ha- or watch the show. And having lived there for so long, I get to watch it like an old person and be like, that's that doesn't that's not how that works. And yeah. that's, that doesn't happen like that. And, and so, you know, like so what's inaccurate on the show? Then? I think it's so accurate. I don't know. I think I have that whole that whole part of, of I didn't have that privileged version of of that neighborhood. So it was very I much, understand that. It, it yeah. was it was like you know from the first I mean the first scene in that show for those that don't watch girls is her fighting with her parents where her parents are saying that they're going to cut her off and not support her anymore whereas my parents mm-hmm. my parents were like oh you got a scholarship to college that's great we're going to spend your college money on a Mustang which they bought a new Mustang <laughs> and that was but your dad's midlife crisis that fast it was that fast it was like seriously it was it was get the fuck out and it was it, there was an overlap there. And uh, and I was not even allowed to drive the Mustang when I came home. 
Oh, dip. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, you really did live an underprivileged Long Island. Seriously, I was not life. even allowed to drive the Mustang that my parents owned. Wait, you, your family has a Mustang and that you guys consider that underprivileged? Like, what planet are you on? Well, they fucked him out of his money and bought yeah, it. I know. And no way. He, listen, he got a scholarship. He wasn't he was under screw amount of money. They've been feeding you since you were a baby, you selfish uh, cocksucker. He, wa- he wasn't underprivileged. <laughs> <laughs> Go to school and shut up. He, he was, I do it. My money's my business, Dave Jr. I got a free ride. I mean, it's it's. Uh, yeah, well, you, you don't you don't deserve to get paid for that. Yes, I do. No, I you just, don't. If if you're saving up a college fund and then you don't need to use it, you should give it to me. Buy him a car no so way. he can drive to college. Yeah, exactly. No. Give me a car. No, you should pay for your own goddamn college. You should have worked at Starbucks. So I should have tried less. I should have. No, 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 no. You're seeing it all wrong. <laughs> really? Seeing it all wrong. You should try to work hard in everything you do, Dave. Anyway, I say I, I say you steal a Mustang. <laughs> I think I should just start hot wiring Mustangs and be like, "I have earned this." Take the, crash it through the living room take window. Take the advice of our misogynist guest and uh, do what you got to do. Jesse's the most good-natured misogynist, though. You got you got to give it to him. And uh, and I, I think I did uh, have to defend you a little bit, where someone said that the cover of your book is not quote not punk. Do you agree that the somebody co- said the cover of my book is not punk? I guess that's true because the kid who um, did the cover is like makes like the only style of music that um, girls don't like, which is um, intelligent dance music, as they call it. And it, it is a little bleepy bloopy the cover, right? It looks it looks like and having worked in this industry, it looks everything. It looks like every social like how to do social media books. Like it, like those are like marketing books. Like those are what the covers look like for all of them. I have it right here. Great cover. Honestly, is I took I went into Urban Outfitters. I took pictures of book covers for a while, and then I sent it to him because I said I want this book at Urban Outfitters because I want to take advantage of every double NYU kid with a dream about music. <laughs> Well, oh, you're really selling uh, it. I, uh, <laughs> you sound like a wonderful human being. I got to admit, <laughs> you should write a self-help book See, next. So speaking of wonderful human beings, I, I saw you guys had Matt Jetlake on before, or is he got the dog? Yes, yes, he, yeah, he was on. So, 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 uh, so I'm, I'm going to embarrass myself here and say Matt Jetlake was the first interview I ever did with a Zed when I was 15 years old, and uh, I interviewed him with Axel. So I made such an ass of myself that he basically just shut the interview down after about five questions because it was so awful. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't seem like he'd be... Did he, like, quit music right after and be like, I'm gonna go climb towers. (laughs) Fuck this. (laughs) It's the worst thing that's ever happened. (laughs) Fucking fans. Archers of Love were my first favorite, like, punk indie bands. What kind of bands? Punk indie? You know, punk indie. I I don't know if I'd call them punk. They were, like, my first... Favorite, you know, indie rock was my gateway. No, I'm not disputing rock. you. I didn't hear, hear you. Hip, hip towns like Montclair, New Jersey. <laughs> so, <Right>. <laughs> so let's talk. Let's talk a little bit. How did you get into music? I, I actually never asked you this question. I just remember one day we were hanging out and you were like, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm recording the Buzzcocks or whatever." Like, how did that start? How did you get into all that? Um, well, when I was in fifth grade, um, I wanted to be a cop for a living, and um, then I saw Guns N' Roses' "Sweet Child of Mine" video. And I said, wow, those guys look way cooler than they are. They're getting all the chicks. And um, so then I started playing instruments, and my father had a friend who had a recording studio. We went there, and I said, make it sound like Appetite for Destruction. It sounded fucking horrible, obviously. And I said, I got to learn how to do this myself. And. Um, Wait, is that is that the uh, is that the dyslexic seven inch that that was uh, there was a review that said it was it sounded like it was recorded quote inside somebody's asshole. 
unfortunately, we were, there was one before that that was even worse, which is what that was. was that, to, that, to this day, is my favorite review of anything I've ever read. I, 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 I have to say, you, you, you know, at least I could say I, uh, you know, improved over the years of something else. Yes. You know, that with Biscuit record I worked on sounds so much better. <laughs> That's debatable. Um, <laughs> that was the sarcasm of my voice. The NDA doesn't say anything about that I signed on that. Of course I have to ask you this, and uh, you know you're going to get asked this question a lot. Uh, people are going to say, well, what's your band, and are they successful? Um, I haven't been in a band in a very long time. I've never been in a successful band. Right. But I'm I just preparing you for the real interview. That are very successful now. Right when you go onto um, these no, this talk show circuit soon with this book, you're gonna get that question. Everyone's gonna ask. Kathy Lee and Hoda aren't gonna give you these softballs. <laughs> no. I, I, I think Ka- 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 Kathy Lee and Hoda are so drunk that I'm just gonna like you know slip some blues in their drink and then we're gonna have a real party. <laughs> so it's it's gonna be exactly like recording the Candy Snatchers. They're so drunk they're not gonna hold back. <laughs> oh, but you said like you got it all wrong. Candy Snatchers it's all uppers, not doubters. Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize for that. So <laughs> you, 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 you know that uh, there's, there's, there's nothing like picking. Uh, Larry up at 10 a.m. Um, and see that he's already on a street corner drinking in the morning. So it's exactly what you want it to be. So, so dish some dirt. Who was the who was who's the absolute worst band you ever recorded? Like you can do personality wise or music wise. I hope it's the same thing. Uh, you know what's really funny is I feel like most of the time, um, if you get to be a little popular, like it's all nobodies who are the absolute worst. Like there's like some kid who's like so bad. Like I I don't want to lose my temper, but I like ripped my computer keyboard off the thing and started beating him over the head with it because he pissed me off so bad. Um, but he was like a no-name band. I, I think the, the, the worst no day, the worst somewhat popular band is, of course, um, as me and Dean Rispler will both tell you, the worst band we've both ever worked with is Bad Wizard. As far as <laughs> oh, wow. people... You Bad know, Wizard? The legendary Bad Curtis Brown is Bad like Wizard. 7 out of 10 of my worst recording studio stories. But they were you were friendly with them before you even started recording, right? I mean, everyone knows. I, I met them on day one, but, you know, by day three with the uh, drummer pulled a knife on me because I wouldn't rewind the tape, we were a lot more close by the end of that. <laughs> you know, uh, they're selling their uh, food truck. I, I saw that. Well, you know, technically Curtis sold his share of that a long time ago. But I did notice it was no longer on that corner when I was drunk walking by and looking to eat some absolute garbage. <laughs> So, uh, what, what if if you had to uh, pick the one album that you that would you know be your part of your epitaph? Like, what is what are you most proud of on the other? On wow, the- I mean, obviously the best around voter time. Of course, like, you got it. I if mean- I have to disqualify that, the Ted Set Buckflix record. Um, <laughs> you know your wow. audience. <laughs> that's a, that's a that's a really hard question. Didn't um, you didn't you work on that uh, that Misfits album of uh, doo-wop covers? Yeah, yeah, which they're actually reissuing in two months. Which, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is that in the book? How do we reissue? I, I like, saw a few gray hairs grow on my head. of like, oh, God, I have to talk about that again. I'm not going to lie. There's like three or four tracks on there that I do not hate entirely. What does he do? Covers? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Which ones do you not hate? They're all so bad. <laughs> I think I liked uh, Diana and uh, oh, yeah. Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> I, I great, I'll give you this. The Great Balls of Fire one at least has some some spunk to it. Yeah. The, um, the thing I wish the world could hear is, um, that this is good dirt, is that, um, you know, we were doing the vocals, and Marky was very not happy with Jerry's vocals for a little while. Like, he eventually became happy with them. And Marky turns to me, and uh, 
the Misfits manager. He says, you know what? Let me in there. I'll take these vocals on. And we're like, uh-huh. You go right ahead. Sure enough, we have them going, this magic woman, while your whip awoes to wine. And we're like, what the fuck? And only do I wish we did a final wow. mix out of those vocals, because that shit was great. Uh, I would kill for I, you. Can you can, is, there a, is there any way that we could ever hear those? Uh, I mean, I think it does exist somewhere. I really no, on your computer. Because, like... It really was like one of like you know when I say that I was off the ground laughing. I'd be like, I don't think I got up for another fifteen minutes. <laughs> well, you do also have, uh, don't you also have audio of of the candy snatchers getting in a fight? Oh no no no, that's not one of it. Well, yes, actually, there is some. So what? Originally, before Matthew left this world, got you know, or whatever creature he would want to save rest his soul. Um, we made a hidden track for the last Candy Snatchers record called Matthew Goes to Prison, where Matthew told 25 minutes of stories of all his prison stories that were just unbelievable. Like, you know, like, you know how, like, the whole internet's awry with that uh, girl uh, talking about cut punning? Yeah, the sorority, the sorority girl. girl. Yes. Like, so Matthew's term like that that would be famous was uh, he kept talking about bad pussy. I had never heard that one. Um,. But about halfway through it, you know, Matthew was um, being the star of the show for a little too long. And uh, Larry got sick of Matthew talking, so, you know, he started screaming mayonnaise and, you know, uh, started yelling at Matthew about he's hogging all the attention. And so we simmered it down. And it, it was pretty hilarious. But we, unfortunately, at the end of the day, like after Matthew's passing, which happened between the record recording and that record coming out. We felt it was a bad taste to have that as the hit of track. Yeah, Hopefully right. someone will, record, will uh, get some people to reconsider it one day, put that out on a uh, you know, special drug threat Christmas release. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I, I, I don't know. I've, I've seen them a bunch of times, and uh, I never saw them uh, like in a full-out fight or anything. You know, I mean, and they were always... They were I saw Willie pleasant enough to me, even though they were you know crazy. I saw Willie beat up uh, or chase Rob from Dick Army out of the Continental with his base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a fun. That was a fun show because uh, Rob touched his base. But uh, I, I think you know we're not, we're not really touching on the the crocus tapes, mounds and mounds of horrible emo bands that you've recorded. In your, That's true. We have not touched on that yet. Um, oh. <laughs> you want to, you want to give our audience a, just a, just a brief taste of some of the the albums that you're responsible. Yeah. Can you for? play the, all the, the songs on acoustic guitar right now? <laughs> uh, you, you know, thankfully I don't know acoustic guitar. That's punk <laughs> rock and uh, not emo. But uh, you know, saves the day. Uh, say anything. North Star. Senses fail. You know. All bands that you don't know if you're over 30, usually. Right. I did not know one I did not know one band. I'm with you for once, Hairdo. Yeah. yeah, rock and roll. Yeah, you, you, you know, it's, it, it, it's the thing I say all the time. Like, when people ask me about the bands my manager I work with, I say, you're not a 15-year-old girl, you're not going to know it. But those bands and are... It's he... kind of for the best because it keeps people like you guys from making fun of me even more. <laughs> right. I know. I, I always wish I had more ammo, but I don't know what you're talking... Like, you'll, you'll post something on Twitter about, like, you know, the band you're recording and how great they are, and I'll look at the picture and they're all like you know 17 years old or whatever and i want your role with neck tattoos <laughs> yeah when do they get these neck tattoos how does that happen to their parents I, you know usually the, the, I, I i have a theory of this the neck tattoo happens when they think they're going to be famous but they're never going to have to do a real job again 
that's that's really the, the clincher that we boy, all know how that goes. Boy, that's, what, I mean, that's what, what a mistake. Yeah, because huh? I mean, I fucked up on that with just getting rock and roll on my forearm. I mean, I could never <laughs> roll my sleeves up at work, and I never even thought about getting famous. I just thought about, hey, this is going to look awesome when I'm 30. And it's, the next, so, the that's, next, not, that's not what you said. What you, thought. you said, I'm so going to get laid by that girl with a dusty leopard print skirt. That's true, actually. There was a girl behind the rock. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I forgot that you've known me that long. I, I, I will be honest. <laughs> I have three horrible tattoos. Like, I got all of IT, and it was all because I thought girls were going to like them. And now that I'm 35, boy, do I look fucking stupid. <laughs> well, that's because of the that's because of the tiny sweaters. <laughs> was, it, was, it, uh, was it Heavy Metal Chris that said that you were a uh, collector of tiny sweaters? Yes, I think that that, 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 that is an accurate description of me. <laughs> That's good at Christmas then put it in the stocking. Thing to say. The best was, uh, the best was uh, I asked Jess before um, what, what her best memory of uh, recording the kudzu and the faggots record with you was, and she said the time Jesse took his toms off and it smelled so horrible that we had to leave the room. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you have these big bands up in your studio? or, or uh, No, that's your own personal place where that you started, right? Uh yeah, Sound yeah foundation. I, 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 that's my own studio that I own. Sound Foundation, right? Canon Sound, Sound foundation. foundation. You know, unfortunately, why I named it, I uh. was also going through a um, bad indie rock phase where I was trying to impress girls with my Woody Brian Eno references. Right. It worked out well, but getting laid department is the... Um, Having a studio for 14 years named that apartment, not so much. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, the studio mixed with the apartment. Like, you go in there to record, and there's, like, socks on the floor and shit. You know, that's... Oh, it, oh, yeah. You I seem mean, like you're, you, you seem you like know, you're going you, out of way to get... you got to these records. That's the line, right? <laughs> if you're going out of your way to get chicks with all these tattoos and all this other nonsense, why don't you pick your socks up and throw them in the laundry? Well, you know? I think it adds to the... It adds to <laughs> the... John, have you ever heard of pheromones, dude? Come on, man. <laughs> It it adds to the uh, to the atmosphere of a uh, I mean that was that building was where the Manhattan Project met. Did you? Ever it's see a that? crazy building, a yeah. crazy o- yeah, old building. They, yeah, it's they, awesome. They, they did some of the planning of the Manhattan Project there, and now we just have a um, really crazy landlord who will try what they do. Actually, when, when, when we recorded there, we recorded by generator. Because oh, uh, right. the power was out when we showed up. Two records that we had to make by generator. I think yeah. the first week that it happened. I think uh, you guys took a generator down, filled it up with gas, brought it out, and we were trying. I'm like, oh, we're all gonna die, you know. Well, you're also gonna yeah. die. Poisoning. You're gonna die because of the res- residual uh, radiation that it's apparently in that building. I, I read all. Oh, really? You, you, you know, the funny thing about that, about that is, is when we first moved in, we found out about the Manhattan Project. Um, both by partner a lot moment uh, of dialect fame and. Both his parents and my parents were very concerned, so we got tests done on the building, and uh, my father's great replies, there's a lot of less radiation in this building than the house you grew up in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and that's what saying that Jersey parents say to a Jersey, Jersey kid. Dave was part of the Manhasset Project, <laughs> and uh, this one, he, he wasn't allowed to drive his Mustang. That's <laughs> Wow. So, uh, so <laughs> actually, I grew grew up in Port Washington, which is next. I know, to I know, but it doesn't rhyme with Manhattan. I know. <laughs> trying, to <be laughs> trying to be clever, I got you. You know, whatever. The Port Washington Project. So, uh, so how can people pick up the book? Is it uh, is it in stores? Do they order? What's it the online? name of the book? It, 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 it is in um, Barnes and Noble as of two weeks from now, supposedly, and um, it's available online on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and iTunes as of next week. All right, and the and name of the book is. Back and, uh, you know, all those other fun formats that people like to read up their electronic devices. Right. And what's the name of the book again? One more time. Get Get More Fans, The DIY Guide to the New Music Business. Get More Fans, The DIY Guide to the New Music Business. Yes. 
Okay. A little wordy. Sounds good. Yeah, you know what? Google searches these days. What's what's different about your book? Because you can go into Barnes and Noble. Well, I can't anymore because they closed it down. But uh, I thought you were banned. You can go into Barnes and Noble, and uh, I'm being serious. No, uh, by my job, huge Barnes and Noble. They closed down. They turned into a Century Twenty One. There's no books in there. (laughs) Century Twenty One does not sell books. Yeah, I'll take one there, Dave. And so, uh, but you go into one of these bookstores, and and you could see all these like uh, musician self help books. What makes your book? Um, you know, stand out from the rest of them because yeah, I, I kind of I got to be honest with you. I walk in there, I look at the books on the shelf, and I go, Ah, this is probably this guy's probably full of crap. You know. Um. I, well, I'll say this: what uh, makes my book, I think, stand out is I picked up all of those. I said, "This is what I don't want to do. These all are terrible." Because I read all of those when I was young, and you know, I managed bands, and I would read those hoping to get real information, and they were absolutely terrible. Right. So what I did is I researched, and what I intentionally did is. Most of what you read in those books, I intentionally didn't put in my book. Um, you could go read those books. You probably, most of these kids probably already have read those pieces of crap. And right. um, I made sure I wrote a book that had real relevant information that's not just send your demo to an 8 art guy. It's, this is how you get people to hear your music. And, you know, it, a lot of it is, like, most of those are written by, like, guys who, like, or like, well, you can sell jingles, and I, my influence are Hall and Oates and uh, Steely Dan. Like, I kind of wrote a book of, like, punk rock ethics for even people who are into punk rock. Like, I grew up, you know, obviously, zines and seven inches and, like, you know, selling your record to a distributor that then, you know, was ricked to life and selling it at shows out of some dirty cardboard thing. Um, and, like, I kind of took those grassroots methods and I applied them to how you could even promote your dance bands. So you're evil is what you're saying. (laughs) If evil was telling people how they could get get their music to be heard instead of um, having major labels push uh, Flowrider at all of us, then I guess I'm evil, yeah. But don't you think that some of this music doesn't deserve to be heard? <laughs> I think that that's up, up to you because you know that's the, the band's problem. Yeah. We all went around this room. Like to be honest with you, I read Dave's Twitter. He listens to terrible music, in my opinion. Here's <laughs> the dance music I listen to, and he thinks I listen to terrible music. That's the thing is, we all get to decide what's terrible, you know? Right. But we can all agree that Dave bad wizard. hates everything. How do you keep the book up with technology? Like, uh, you know, I mean, you know, so, you, you so get the idea a... is we update it every six months. What's nice okay, about technology yeah, today is print on demand. Because I'm still on CD, literally... baby. That's good, right? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Nothing. He's, he's <laughs> still on CD, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I got an old well, book. I, I like the fact that you had the excerpt to download. I thought that was a very cool trick of yours. Yeah, well, you know, I think that there's a big thing these days of that. You know, what I, a lot of what the book is about is that you're not going to get heard as a new band unless you give away some of your music for free, as at least the taste, because we've all gotten used to easy access uh, of music. So I had to give some away for free, and it's even like the thing of like, I think you know we're gonna we're entering an era where it's going to be a thing that we're starting to see movies that say. Watch the first half for free. You can watch it on our website, and if you like the rest of it, you pay three dollars. Right. It's good and idea. I think that that's the era we're going to. Is that you know you don't know like obviously when we were all kids, how many pieces of shit CDs did you get that you heard, you know you didn't even know what it sounded like. You picked it up, you're like, I hate this, and then you sell it to the used bin the next day. We don't have to do that anymore, and that's one of the best things about the new, you know, what we're we the era we're in now. Yeah, it's a it's a it's it's a good time to be in a band. Everyone can hear you. But what bothers me is, I mean, I I, I have to say that I think some of the the albums that I've loved the most 
for for mm-hmm. the longest amount of time. The free ones are ones that I no <laughs> are ones that I hated the first time I listened to them, and I like because yeah. I purchased it, I gave it another chance. So I would listen to it sure. again three months later, and I feel like there's probably a bunch of albums that I've listened to once that I that I never listened to again that would be among my favorites that I never gave a chance to because they were too challenging. The, or Eugene whatever, Robinson yeah. was talking about that the other week too. That people uh, kids now they listen to music in thirty second uh, spurts, and like that's how his kids actually listen to music. Yeah, it's like, crazy. How many times have you seen a fifteen year old kid walking down the street listening to music? on his phone but i mean yeah, like right. through the phone speaker yeah yeah that's they're cool. on my lawn all the fucking time <laughs> my lawn um, <laughs> I, I agree i agree with you that there's not as much of an investment into that but i think that it still happens like you know for me like i think of it this way like it's been a long time since i really loved the punk band and like i recently got into that band i don't know if you guys have you guys heard white long no i've heard about I've them heard the name so, so, like, I'm in love with this band the way I haven't been in love with a punk fan in probably a decade. And, like, it was, I think, the first three times I heard it, I was like, I don't get it. And then one night I put it on again and I was coming home and, like, I listened to it 20 times in a row that night. And that, yeah, you do, when you don't pay for things, you don't like it just the same way, like, you know. If you uh, inherit that Mustang from your parents, <laughs> instead of having to save it for your own Mustang yourself, you treat it a little worse, and that's the kid who crashes it. Right. It's the same thing. That Yes, you don't get as much of an investment out of, you know, things you don't work for. But at the same time, you know, there's also something to be said for, how many times do you think you've listened to some records that weren't that good, but you listened to it enough that you just started to know it, that you liked it, and you probably wouldn't have really liked it anyway. It actually isn't really that good. Elias you just stitches. got used to it. Elliot Stitches or or uh, any any band that we listened to when we were teenagers uh, or probably probably fall into that category. And I think that you know, like- I, I, I I agree with you, but I was smart enough to never like the Elliot Stitches. But I was shocked when I saw um, Nick at the uh, P- St. Mark's Punk reunion two weeks ago. Uh, how um, let's say old he looked. Yeah, I, I um, you know what I actually listened to on Spotify recently. I listened. I listened to uh, the first Showcase Showdown record on Spotify, and oh, that album totally dude, holds I up. To that all the time. It, I love that record. It totally holds up. Like that was. There's a few records that I that I still listen to, and you know, like there's even bands that you go through that that the Misfits are one of them, where I loved the Misfits when I was 15, and then I quote unquote outgrew them, and then I got back into them again as mm-hmm. I got older, and it I looked at it from a different way. It's like allergies. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's 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 a uh, it's weird that relationship that you have with music, and I think that's the main point is that. Kids aren't establishing a relationship with with these bands the way that they used to. I, I think it's. Yeah, do you really? Do you, I think do it's you really still say, out there. Oh, Dave. Let, let me ask you this because I, I feel like when a lot of people our age say this, are you really seeing? Because like I obviously I record a lot of kids, and I don't see there being that much difference in the, these kids. Like you know, obviously I record like you know quote unquote punk bands uh-huh. that are young today. They don't sound much like the punk bands when we were young, but they. I don't see their music consumption much different, aside from that I just bought lots more disposable 7 inches. But I think they're still just as into the bands. They obsess over them. They buy all sorts of stupid magazines to learn stupid facts about their stupid lives that you will never care about in 10 years. And that's the same Is thing that I did in the book? I Yeah. I mean, I, do you think- I mean, I disagree with you on that, Dave. I mean, I have nieces and nephews who are into vinyl. Like... Well, that's because, I mean, you, you have to go full circle and say, okay, no one's going to buy a CD because there's no point to it. And you may as well get large format because it's, I mean, I think people are buying it for the aesthetics of vinyl. They're not really listening to it on vinyl. They're buying it on vinyl, filing it away somewhere, and then they're using that little slip of paper with the download code, and that's what they're actually yeah, listening vin- to. Vinyl's getting very trendy. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of virgin unplayed records that are going to yeah. end up in a, in a uh, thrift store uh, 
been, you know, if we have thrift stores. 50 put in ago. the back of the discount rack like another can of beans. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's the Billy Joel line from. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's a, another like demonization of like what kids do these days. Like, to be honest with you, like, you know, you know, they uh, I don't spend a lot of time with these 18 year old kids. But what I do see in their listening habits is when they buy this vinyl. What it actually becomes is it becomes a more special moment. Like, when we were young, we were all forced, because, like, usually a lot of the vinyl records you'd buy, like, if the vinyl wasn't your preference, it would even just be, like, you got this on vinyl because it was the only way you could even find this record. Mm. Like, some horribly rare record that somebody, like, sympathy for the record industry is like, I'm only putting this on vinyl to make it more rarefied. But now these kids have all the access in the world. And what they do is they put on the vinyl because they're like, I'm going to take the time to really listen to this and absorb this record. And it almost becomes like almost a little bit more of an involved listen. It's precious. What I see, at least. And I know that's where I am with vinyl now, too, is that obviously most of my music listings is on my phone. But like when I put on vinyl for something, it's because I want to really take in that record and pay attention to it. Not type emails while I listen. I think everybody says that you know the kids nowadays are fucked up. As soon as they get older, like once you break thirty, no. oh, the kids are today are uh, but you look at rainbow like, parties. Look at, look at, they're shoving vodka up their asshole. Look at something. <laughs> look at something. <laughs> no, they're but, not. But they are shoving <laughs> vodka up their assholes. <laughs> but look at all right, look at something what? like there's something. There's oh, something nice. But we're not supposed to mention that Jesse recur- recorded vodka up their assholes. <laughs> Those guys suck. Oh, that guy was, uh, I think that's a great name for a dude who said fuck flicks right now. <laughs> Wait, I have Wait, a vinyl. Least- hold on, I have a vinyl record right here. I'm, I, I'm sensing a Metallica t shirt parody in our future. <laughs> it's old timey. Vodka up your ass with like the tip of a bottle. Vodka up your ass. Um, but no, I mean, like, for instance, Record Store Day. Like, Record Store Day uh-huh. is not, it's not, it's not introducing any new. Young, like a younger generation to vinyl, it's giving the same dorks that buy records obsessively. Weirdos, anyway, yeah. yeah, like I'm not gonna wait online to get like a pink reissue of the first fucking suicide LP. Like I don't give two <laughs> yes, shits. Yes, you are. Like, That's the new contest for this week, isn't that right, Ryan? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Here's what you can win. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you something that I had to go to some record store day. So I happened to coincidentally be going to a family event last Saturday. I had to walk by other music, uh-huh. and then I saw the line, and I will say this that the average age there was older than me, which I thought was a little pitiful, on that line, and the line wrapped around the block, and then I got over to Generation Records. And it was a little younger, but honestly, I don't think there was a single person under 25 on that line. Well, what kid under 25, I mean, can afford these, you know, ridiculous rarities? Yeah, triple gatefold, yeah, exactly. seven-inch for $45. Yeah, yeah. every you know? spare quarter I was putting towards metal imports. Well, me too, Woody, but that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's, it's interesting. I think I think uh, you know I would love to see another side of 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 your writing that would address more of the outside looking in view of like what what is the new industry? You know, like that. Well, I, I, to be honest with you, I wrote that one of the most contentious articles I've written that um, consistently I get a horrible comment from is that I actually argue that I hope record stores all go out of business. Um, that the second record stores don't exist anymore, it's another way major labels don't have power over DIY and indie bands, is that they have the access, and they also pay for better placement, they pay for posters, they have a lot of promotion. The second it's all just the internet, it all gets a lot flatter. It's not going to be totally flat, and there's not always going to be like preferential things and budget things, but it gets flatter because that's a lot of access, and that's still a lot of what charts on the um, billboard chart every week. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think, 
I think there's 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 definitely things changing, and I think that your book is is addressing that from a from a band perspective, and that's uh, that's I'm gonna order it. What do you think of that? I think uh, I think uh, I think it's you're worth ordering. I think your book is worth ordering. I think you did a good job, kid. Hey, good for you. Oh, that, thank you, guys. Well, I appreciate you letting me come on to convince you you a jaded old fart. <laughs> I think you want us over. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you very much for calling in, man. I, I, I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm going to go um, get drunk with Ken Shadford and, you know, make sure that he doesn't overdo it for once. Yeah, yeah. tell him to stop hanging out with Cheech and Chong and Little Bub and actually... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to see a really good thing in his office of uh, Ashley Tisdale's crotch the other day. Wow. Mm. He's all busy in that office. Talk about creepy old men. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, what is she, like 17? He doesn't bring that on the air. Uh, we never had Ken Shepard on the on the on the show. We uh, had we had uh, Lemon Cookie on the show. Right. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's right. I forget. I forget. Sorry. These things. <laughs> not, not the same guy. But Jesse, the uh, all right. Well, how about uh, but you know, be careful what you wish for because uh, all bookstores might close. Hey, do you sit? Oh. Or, do you sit or stand to wipe? Ah, uh, sit. Of course. Yes. Of course he sits. He wears a little sweater. Another one for the sitting. <laughs> What's your favorite crocus tape? What's that? What's your favorite crocus tape? You went to old crocus? Oh, dude, come on. I was not into crocus. Metal, <laughs> metal rendezvous? <laughs> Jesse, All thank right. you so much. The book is called Get More Fans. Uh, you can get it at uh, Barnes well, & Noble and, uh, and other places on the website. Amazon. Amazon. On Amazon. Thanks Amazon. so much, guys. Right. Thanks for Jesse. calling in, Jesse. Right. I'll see you. All right, we'll be back. Hey, Thank what's happening, man? This is Mike Clark from Waking the Dead, my new band. And you are listening to Live from the Barrage, Friday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. Yeah! yeah.
Hey, what's up? This is Lou from Sick of It All, and you're listening to Live from the Barrage from Flushing, Queens. got news what's the news we got sloan
More Sloan? Yeah. <laughs> we yeah, can play all the goddamn Sloan we want. It's a celebration, bitches. All right. Pack out some... Now, uh, here we go. Some um, Sloan permission. I got clearance from the tower. I said spin all the Sloans you want. So, um, Ryan's setting up for the game here. Mario's here. So, I got an email before you guys launch into your story yes. about the Mets. I got, a, I got an email today. Can we stop this? Yeah. I got an email. I John was going to pot it down. That's this is, this is much more interesting than Sloan. I did. I got an email today from the Mets because uh, I've bought tickets this year. And they don't want to admit it, but they've gone further and further into like this weird territory where they're doing any reason to do a promotion. Like They don't want to admit that they're just discounting tickets because no one's buying them. So today was... Um, I could buy cheaper tickets because it's Celiac Disease Awareness Day. <laughs> I think I have that. And, I'm serious. Uh, and in return, you can you can go to the game beforehand and uh, before the game, and you can stand in the bullpen. They don't say you're actually going to meet any players, but you can hang out with Kevin Burkhart, who is their uh, right on-field announcer. And uh, and then is, you is have celiac disease. No, I don't think you have celiac disease. Do they give away gluten-free cupcakes? <laughs> no, yeah. you, get, you get a you get you can you have the option to purchase extra food vouchers for the expanded gluten-free options that will be available that at sounds City like Field a pul- that, that sounds like a poultry guys it's <laughs> <laughs> a regular poultry guy so I, I wonder who's thinking of the like the social media night that I know John has brought up before there's no reception right. for cell phones in 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 City Field it None. doesn't happen and first of all the t-shirt was fucking god awful that they were giving out for social media. Uh, I didn't see it. It It was, it was, it was the NY, like the Mets logo, like the hat logo, but it was made up of, of words like tweet and retweet and like, and like favorite. Picture of a bird on it. Yeah. And hashtag, you know, like like the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. uh, Steve, you sent me wearing that shirt that says, what does it say? It says like metal on it. It's like the Black Sabbath logo, like Uh, rock and roll or whatever. But uh, no, it's these ideas. Like I, I really want to, somehow get into that job where like you're you get to decide like because obviously someone had an idea that that bobbleheads would like sell tickets and now people like mario will just go to every game that has bobbleheads because you, you want to come over and see my collection no oh. <laughs> by the way the shirt thank you dovey on the chat box there was, there was zero hesitation on that do you want to come up no the stevie semi shirt says music slash band <laughs> and he's like dressed like a kid he's holding a skateboard i don't know what the hell it's from but it's hilarious but yeah so uh so that was my my Mets comment, but I know that you and Mario had quite a uh, experience at uh, at City Field. Oh my God, I have notes. It I was magic that happened. Magic. Mets magic. The magic is back. Fucking magic. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I ended up. Uh, well, like now I can't find it. So I ended up going to the game with uh, Mario, and Mario had an extra ticket. He ended up selling his tickets. I wasn't. And he wasn't going to go. I wasn't going. And who convinced you to go? The magic man himself. That's right. So that's one magic point for me. But first of all, I had Time four out. tickets. Let's go I in order here. Everybody here. How my sounds? And nobody responded to my uh, memory stick post. <laughs> What's up with that? Nobody David? could go. People were working. You Mem- left my conversation, memory Ryan. Memory stick. Yeah, I put it on my memory He's stick and me. then I transfer it over to you <laughs> on the He's Facebook. <laughs> 
<laughs> I answered you. So Mario, I, I convinced him to go. I'm like, come on, it's a beautiful day. It's going to be a fucking historic night. It was not a beautiful day. So it was. Wasn't it really cold? Right, uh, right. What about before the game started? It was sunny all day, and it was going to start there, raining. Like it was. It got overcast, and yeah, it looked like it was going to rain. So. Uh, <laughs> I convinced Mario to go. He buys another ticket back off the internet for like thirteen. No, not off the. I call the Mets directly. They just give them really? to me. It's like we'll sit you four nineteen promenade box. How much is now sixteen? Because I bought four at thirteen each, but dynamic pricing uh, kicked in for nineteen. You could have gotten the Harvey T-shirt or whatever. Didn't they have that other deal? Yeah, I don't. I, don't I saw a couple shirt. people with the T-shirt on. Yeah. Stand for Harvey. What does it mean? You're I don't right. even know this what it social, means. It's dumb. This yuppie, this corporate takeover of the Mets is really is sickening. You could have yeah. changed it to say "Stand to Wipe" and it would have been much better. <laughs> anyway, I yeah, was major going league the, baseball teams don't have a history of corporatism or anything. This is a new thing. I was going the whole time, but nobody was responding. So then I'm like, John, I'm not going by myself. I'm not going to be a third wheel. No, no, no. And my so slowly, my seats are selling on StubHub, all single sales. I ended up paying $55 for those four seats, and I made $125. And now I have no tickets. I said, John, all right, I'm going. I go get the last ticket. And it's like, your ticket has sold. Who's going? Who's paying me $40 to go see Harvey when there's hundreds of tickets available? <laughs> so, yes, I met, I met John. Yeah. Take it away, John. Um, it's time. So anyway, we go to the game, and uh, Matt Harvey's pitching. He hasn't lost yet, right? There's uh, Mario finally. So Mario goes, I'll meet you at the bar across the street. So Mario says, okay, I have to get my muffler fixed. Um, right? 40 bucks. You're, in the, right, you're in the right spot for it. Right, right I mean, across the street from the bar is the junkyard. Well, it's point. And uh, there's the muffler king right there. There's and a he, bar across the street from the stadium? It's built into the stadium now, but it's not a part it's, of it. It's, I don't know. Uh, really? Yeah, it's is called it, McFadden's. Is it, is it it's open uh, off hours? It's open before and after the game. It's I'm not open sure in the, it's open. In the winter, and it's sad. Go there in the winter. It's sad. <laughs> well, that's what the old lady the, with no tooth. The girls told and, us and that. Like, we were talking to we were talking to like the beer girls the, after opening day when we went, and the girl was like, and I was like, oh, this place is really hot. And she's like, you should see it like halfway through the season when they're losing. There's like three toothless guys sitting right. at the bar, and that's it. Oh, in the winter, <laughs> they try to get you to show up to watch football there, and they offer these crazy drink deals. Like, I like drink, I like drink deals. I was telling Pat last week, this place must have made. You know, a quarter of a million dollars in one night. It was amazing. So anyway, Mario goes to get his muffler fixed, and the muffler king closes the gate on him as he's pulling up. Hey, hey! Yo. <laughs> I talked to him in his native tongue. So part of his like money. Part of his deal is, you know, Mario's always looking for a deal, and he goes and haggles with the muffler guy, gets it down to forty bucks, and then also it comes with the parking spot. Right now, you get to park there for the game. <laughs> you dick! That's awesome. <laughs> and then I lock wow. my keys in the car. And he comes back, and he's got a slim jim and a coat hanger in his hands. I'm like, what happened? He locked his keys in his car. We're not even in the game yet, and all this shit happens. You are a fucking schnook. <laughs> so I got to thank my friend uh, Mark. Uh, I'm serious. Who brought man. me to the game with his two cool friends. <laughs> so we go up to the fucking uh, our seats, and it's, it's like a big bar behind the seats. Uh, it's like he got these free tickets from the Excelsior Club. Go up to the bar, order two beers. The guy's like, you have a wristband. I go, I don't know what you mean. And he goes, uh, oh, Merry Christmas, I guess. So right off the bat, two free beers. The Dodgers had rented out the entire bar, and it was open bar. Magic. Turn around. Me and Mario run right into Bobby Valentine. No, no. First, I wasn't even there. You call me on the phone. He's like, yeah, you're not going to believe it. They asked me for a wristband. It's, I'm not paying for drinks. You got to get up here. You got to get here. I thought you'd be in since you don't like paying for I stuff. I came, so came, came to 419. Right in your wheelhouse. He was a paying, good, paying for a good stuff soldier. He came up to 419 with his three ticket, ticket stubs, and he took me out of 419, and down we went to the bar. So now I'm trying to get the free drinks. So I'm wearing a med hat and a med sweater, 
and everybody has Dodger hats, so I'm just taking off all my clothes. I'm there. No That's shirt, nothing no new. Sweat. I know that. that must I, have been attractive. I had a nice shirt on because my cousin unfortunately died that day. I was at his funeral. What? So I had a nice shirt. I didn't say to tell you that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. Spado, rest in peace. You're a good man. Ah, not afraid please. to die. Two years and he was not afraid to die. Thank you for oh, that. Yeah. Anyway, so Jesus. I had a nice shirt on, which I don't normally do. And so when I got there, I looked like a corporate Dodger kind of guy. And I'm like, two drinks. I'm kind of holding my sleeve like I might have something underneath it. Do you have a wristband? My uncle And then he comes today. out and uh, brings me the beers. And I give him a few bucks. Not, not like the extreme measures my friend John went through Well, later. listen, I tipped the guy uh, because he was giving us free drinks. You make so, sure, yeah, you make yeah, sure I took that, care of him. Right. And you know what you do? Do it early. Give him 20 Yeah, and you know what? I even lied to you, uh, Mario, because you gave me $5 to give him a tip uh, the second time. And I added another 5 with behind your back. I knew you would because you couldn't do it. <laughs> You, you have, know what? You, you have chin, shame. You chintzy piece of crap. He, he did that before he came back up to get me. He's like, you ready? And then there's the fries and the chicken fingers I've been you, eyeing. I really, the, wanna, oh, you, no. I really want you to get to the part where I where I see at, that John Houlihan was giving a handy to a fake <laughs> Mr. Matt. No, this is <laughs> even better. That's what I want to know about. The whole time I'm waiting for him, there's a, a whole thing of Nathan's fries and chicken fingers. And John comes up to get me and he looks down and he goes, hmm, chicken fingers. Picks one up and bites it. And I'm like, that's what I would do. So he had turned they were, Yeah, they were just point. sitting there. There was he someone was else's drunken, chicken fingers. a Mario-esque. I never would have done that. I only did it to impress you, my dirty you, wait, you I wasted? wasn't impressed. Were you absolutely wasted? No, no. I was. Uh, this is The game had just started, I think. Uh, no, no, <laughs> and I was already biting bitten chicken wings. No, no. This time you were on four of those goose beers and uh, oh. feeling no pain. Yeah, well, that's oh, that your I, story. That IPA is a cruel mistress. Goose Island? Is that the... Uh, Any IPA. Nice it's always a horrible yeah, idea. A mean wine. I'm like, give me the one with the duck on it. The duck head. Are you with the Dodgers? You're goddamn right, I am. Let's go, Dodgers. <laughs> Let's go, Ducks. Yes, I'm Oral Hershiser. <laughs> Johnny Walker. <laughs> so Bobby V was nice. I am, I am so how about that Steve <laughs> The next day, it's in the paper. Hershiser causes scene at the game. <laughs> You're on YouTube. Drop down a section. Take it down a notch, Hershiser. <laughs> Tubby X Pro causes scene. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the best. We, we Mario comes back up to get me. He says, my friend has tickets right behind home plate. We go down there, we wait a little while, because, uh, I don't know, his friend wouldn't give us a stub. He came up with three stubs, and we got yelled at by security, and Bobby Valentine, <laughs> they had surrounded him by now, because he was really nice when we met him. Yeah. But by this time, they had full security around him, and they wouldn't even let me get two beers at the bar. They just cut me off. So uh, you got two more. That's, my that's why. Yes. And we only had one stub to get down to the Delta Sky Cup, so we had to, to go undercover. That's right. We went through the door, and uh, there's a high, high security down there waiting for the security guard to turn around and go to Mario. Go, go, go. And we ran down to our seats. And we pogoed from one seat. This seat's taken. <laughs> Let's go to this one. This seat's taken. And we ended up in the first row. That's right. It was awesome. Magic. That's the closest I'll ever be to a baseball game. And so the game, we're losing the whole game. It's pretty close to me that night, too. It's 3-2 to two in the ninth inning. Uh, Mike Baxter hits a double, and uh, he's driven in by David Wright. That was and a, that ties the outs, bottom of the ninth. Two outs. Magic. And then the real magic happened, Mario. Tenth inning. Is that when we ordered our fancy drinks? The biggest asshole on the team gets up and smacks a walk-off grand slam. First time in 22 years. I told you it was going to be an historic night! <laughs> it was magic, and you're right. You did make it happen, but the fact was, my being there actually causes the magic Sorry, to I'm happen. Sorry, I'm losing you. <laughs> so, so when did you jerk off fake Mr. Matt? 
<laughs> oh, with that, the paper that, mache. That's, that's old timey, Mister. Oh, <laughs> Whatever that guy said to you was a lie. Oh, I don't know. I just figured he was like the original Mister. Met, like the statue they used to have. No, that was like obviously a paper mache head that well, he made in his parents' basement. So me and Mario hang out in the rich people. Uh, you're kidding me. I thought that was a real Mister. Met from like 1918. Even though the Mets came around 69, I'm an idiot. We had Stupid. beer. We had beer hidden in the popcorn box from the rich people. That holds two. That's beers right. Nicely. So we get kicked out finally. The guy's like, "You guys got to go." And uh, we had a big of the Delta boxes. <laughs> took a big, yeah. Uh, eventually, like we were sitting there with our feet on the table, like this is great. So uh, the, take both our beers and put them in a popcorn box. <laughs> <laughs> I, Mario, I woke up the next morning. I still had a sip of beer left in my cup. It was outside. Where's my vodka? He, he, he bribed me. Like, Come on in. I said, I've got to work. Come on in for one. You got vodka? All right. And I left half a vodka on the bar. Where is it? Whoa. Oh, I don't know. That, it's right there. I saw it. And you drank it. One of those oh, glasses is Rob. filled with Rob Rampey's water. Uh, water. I from DRI, that. and the other class is vodka. I don't know which one's which. You're going to have to take a chance. I will find it. I'm sitting on a cold beer. Well, do you oh. want to drink out of the vo- day-old vodka, which is probably sterile, or do you or- want to drink out of the touring band's drummer? Drummer's class. I, I already drank out of it because I no thought it was vodka. No one wants to drink out of a touring band's drummer. <laughs> I, I thought mean, it was vodka. I took a big swig when I came oh, in. Oh, like, you already drank out of Rob Rampey's glass. Did I win? You, I don't know. We'll yeah, see in a month. I, I, I wouldn't call it a <laughs> you win. You always win. I, I wouldn't call it a win. And, uh, <laughs> Bit of a well, stretch. It was fun. My friend Brian says it's okay you called him a dick to his face at the game. Yeah, well, sorry, and, Brian. Uh, you've been uh, you've been on a lot of he people's cases. You know, this huh? is bullshit. I've been trying to mend fences this whole time. Everyone's always <laughs> mad at me. So it's the world is not... In equilibrium, if everyone likes me, so I'm just gonna have to face that. Like uh, he you. sent me I a like nice. You. This is Mario I going to the VD clinic, by the way. I'm not mad at you, John. What did I get? What did I get? <laughs> hey, Mario, did you Gunner, ever uh, run into one of your students in your drunken disaster at the game? <laughs> You have to sober. Hi, Mister Asaro. It's good to see you, Mario. He knows what to do. He holds it up well. You know, I mean, and right. and he also always has food and beverage spilled all over him. So it's not like it's out of place. If he, you know, it's true. I have a good cover. So who watched the NFL draft? I did, I, I did. I did not. I okay. Did. How do you get into that as like a fan? Because like it just I, seemed I like went, they just rounded went, up people from fucking bars. Unless did you're you a really? big college fan or yeah, something. Yeah, I, I went once. And you know the player. Um, we got it through. Somebody's father worked for like the NFL, uh, like uh, making helmets and and or like uh, jerseys. Uh. So somehow we got to go well, <laughs> making not- helmets is the worst band I've ever seen. Yeah, did you wait? Did you wear a Jets jersey? Like, did you go full out? Like, we, you- we, we, yeah, we did. It was at the yeah, you know, we went to the ESPN zone, ESPN zone first as requested. Which, I missed that place. And we saw what's his name, uh, Joe Namath there, and he was. Boxed, and this, <laughs> and this was after. Did he go? Can I kiss this you? Was, this was. This was. He, he was, was a wreck last night. He right. was supposed to be uh, out of rehab when we saw him, like after that, and he was a, just a disaster, an absolute mess. And then uh, we went to the we went to the draft. <laughs> he was in rehab. And he we, was at Mick Rehabs we, down the block. We were sitting right behind the Giants, and they tr- we watched them trade away their first draft pick or whatever it was. Yeah, pick. Excuse me. Um, for something else, uh, Giants picked up an outside linebacker. A sandwich? No, this, no, this, I, I would, no, this, this, because I would trade anything right now for a sandwich. A goddamn no, snack. This, this was, they picked up a cornerback because that's that was their plan. They got rid of Revis and they picked up a, a, a new cornerback. That was oh, and we saw yeah. the whole thing happen, and then and then it was announced. It was nuts. Like this other dude we were with, he was a psycho Giants fan, and he was tweeting and texting. They're tweeting. Oh my god, they're giving it away. He's like. 
like punching seats and. Well, all you ever see, watch shit. the video where all the guys are going crazy? It's the best. All the draft mistakes the Jets have made uh, through yeah. the years. Oh, that video's great. I don't know if the whole thing's going to. There was load. another. I have video, it here. Before you hit that, there was yeah. another video of apparently there was a fist fight at the draft <laughs> while they were honoring the veterans. Like there was like a thing where like, nice, that's yeah. class. That's a classy thing right there. Yeah. And you, you hear like, you hear some guy just yell, sit down, motherfucker. Like, like and it comes. Who like, says, sit down, motherfucker. Sit down. And, uh, and uh, I would that that was what caused me to wonder like how do you get into the draft like how do you like as a person we just, got in lucky uh, a lot I of mean, press straight um, lucky this year you were there uh, but there's no, like they, whenever someone drafts ago. they show the guys in jerseys that are like yeah or they're like booing yeah, or whatever right. you know well, so, so like they I had, my, certain... I had my hairdo jersey on <laughs> but we were we were stacked right behind the Giants and it was very peculiar because uh-huh. uh, I was there with mostly Jet fans and it, you know it was you could definitely feel like the tension. But we weren't being dicks to the guys. It never I used to be a, a fan-oriented event. Right. They used to never have. But then they started even... having it at the garden and stuff, where they'd seat you know thirty-five. Right. Thousand. People kept showing. It was up. never even televised. I mean, it wasn't. I like don't a... think it. It's that hard to get in. It's, you know, if you have it at the garden, what which they've it? had, it they had a, a couple years ago. I think it was at Radio this, City this, this year. Is the Radio par- City. Oh, really? Like how many people? Well, Radio City's a lot smaller. Paramount was it the radio? Was it how many people really want to watch the draft? Is it like a hot ticket? I don't think so. It's not exciting. Like there's not like like they had like. Barry Sanders come out and talk about how he's on the cover of Madden this year, and then they had like a kid with no legs, and it's I, like awesome. I thought Dave like literally wanted to get into the draft, like he fancied himself a linebacker <laughs> right. or something. I want to get into the draft. <laughs> I really how do you get into the draft. Did you see that? It's like a Yahoo question. <laughs> Throw how do out I get there. into draft? Practice, man. Practice. Practice. <laughs> Throw yourself out there as a free agent. I how swear to God. You, you, I want to rate. I want to Wayne Corbett this shit. Like I just wanna, you guys would never Dave, believe me, Dave. You're tremendous, though. You could go. Go out there and like lobby. Oh, yeah. in, in in the in like the place. You're like I could do this. Well, I played in high school and I played in college. And I, I I actually did think about like I always said I was going to get back in shape and like go try out when the Jets were at at um, Nassau at Nassau at community. Hofstra, uh, Hofstra. Uh, Hofstra rather, yes. Uh, when I was going to Nassau community, um, and uh, I figured I could just walk on one day and pull like a Wayne Corbett, where, right. where you know, and then it never happened. And then next thing I knew, I was like 28, and I was like, this is, too many this concussions. Isn't happen anymore. <laughs> Life has passed you by at yeah. the young age of 28. Yeah, uh, I'm like, uh, isn't that guy. a shame? You could be the rookie, like the at, uh, the baseball at story. 28. Your 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 sports career is. Fun. Oh, yeah, you're washed up if you're, you're a football player. You're done, man. Well, you look at, like, uh, who's the uh, who's the guy that uh, is the middle reliever for the Mets now that just came up and he's 31? Uh, Rice? Is it Rice? Rice. He gave, Scott he Rice. The other day, yeah. He, uh, did, he, he, spe- he is 31. This is his first year ever playing in the majors ever. But he logged, he's 31, logged... 14 years in the minor leagues. It's so like Kenny like, Powers has come to life. That's like that really is like, like, I mean, 31, you're like, okay, comparatively, that's not that old. We're all over 31, I think, in this room right now. That's not unusual, though. It's, but I mean, but it's crazy. Like, players that's like, he, he's, he's been in the minors since he was 17. He's lived off of like $25,000 a year playing right. like yep. single A ball well, in like Toledo. Dickie was doing before yeah. and then taking these little contracts, one year things. The, um, the NFL, like, the, the lifespan is much shorter. I think it's about four years is the average. No, it's like two. It's, it's low. Oh. Yeah. And here is, uh, let's see if this works, the NFL draft. Uh, the Jets over the years, which is the greatest. Johnny Lamb Jones. Johnny Lamb Jones. Anyone hear him? <laughs> you hear everyone starts booing. But don't they, oh, sh- don't they show who they, they could have drafted instead? Yeah, I think they could have picked. Oh, the, with the quarterback one, they, they, they pass up Marino and the Jets fans. Are like, ah! And you see one guy even mouth. He's like, 
Oh. But I, th- I think they took Ken O'Brien in that draft. Ken O'Brien, yeah. <laughs> what, did he, what, did he, what did he mouth, John? Marino. So I was like, yeah, I forgot I'm on the radio. Yeah. Marino. Couldn't, couldn't. I don't know. This sound's not working for me. Damn it. Fuck you, Jets. Nothing yeah, no, works. The, the, the Jets have the worst. Nothing works for the Jets. Johnny Lamb Jones. I think it's a good selection, but a very surprising one. UCLA running back, Freeman McNeil. Yeah, Freeman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Look at the Jets. 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 I love his work. Jets take the first round selection, quarterback. Kenny (laughs) O'Brien. Kenny O'Brien, baby. What a great deal that turned out. Marino was going to be around at that time. They take Marino. Obviously, the Jets know something that the people up here don't. (laughs) Obviously. That's what he's done. First round selection. I was like Lou from sick of it all. Roger Vick, Texas A&M. <laughs> Listen, he says fullback, and the whole and all the Jets fans go, "Oh God!" He doesn't even say the guy's name yet. They're like, "Why?" They, no, <laughs> Roger so Vick. Yeah, oh, Cowboys I, fan laughing his ass off at that one. Oh. <laughs> What's New York Jets deal? first round choice. Jeff Lagerman. <laughs> <laughs> They boom every time. Uh, There's a guy in a, in a it's system. It's obvious to me right now that the Jets are just going on the guy in his Jets jersey <laughs> who stood up completely out of his chair and threw himself back down onto the floor. <laughs> so great. So great. They're not even the serving beers. The New York Jets select Blair Thomas. <laughs> the New York Jets select. Oh, um, that, that year they didn't get a pick. Dave Harrison. <laughs> oh! Yeah, apparently I could have just skipped working, uh, skipped, skipped going straight to the gas station. I could have played for the Jets for a little while. <laughs> McNeil was good. What are you talking about? I used to have a little poem yes, about the Jets McNeil back was then. great. Right. Well, it was probably who they passed up. Todd I'd like is to God. See. McNeil's for real. The sack exchange is cunning. We put our bets on the New York Jets and we won a lot of money. Really? In 69? <laughs> what was that all together? Yeah, yeah, it was in the 80s. Uh, what do you guys want to do? You want to play the Ryan game right now? Yeah, yeah we can always come back. I, we'll, we're obviously okay. going to go a little long today, I think. I thought oh, I wanna... was doing the reverse Ryan game tonight. Time I out. came prepared. Uh, Dave, you want to? You said you oh, want to take a break a or go to the game? No, I said let's I'm go sorry, to the game. Oh, okay. I said we're obviously going to go a little long. We'll, let's we'll go talk, to the Ryan. We'll talk after this. I also met a guy at the bar up in that rich person's area, and he said, I want to walk over to the bar to get a drink. Uh-oh. And he s- turns to me and he says, see, he turns to his friend and says, he's a successful person. I'm here to meet successful people. <laughs> so I go, oh, yeah? And he goes, yeah. I mean, we are all successful here. Meanwhile, I, I my tickets were $10. Call them a dick. No, I told him to go fuck himself, which is great because I was walking away. I said, with a big smile, I said, go fuck yourself. And he said, thanks. Awesome. And that was TV star Alan Thick. I bring him in. All right, enough sports, they say. These, Dovey only likes Australian rules football, apparently. It was magical. It was magical, John. Thanks Australian for rules football, they have to dribble a football. Like it's, a, it's like a slightly rounded football, but you have to dribble. You have to dribble it. It's it's really? like Australian rules football is like uh, Aussie rules. I saw is, is like rugby, but right, you bounce with, it three times. Rugby with yeah. but with a bunch of weird shit it thrown in. It's a tough like, game. I went to a few matches when I was in Australia. It is crazy. Australia's like England with a bunch of weird shit thrown in. That's right, Dovey. <laughs> and hockey spires. Rangers in the playoffs. I hope that the Islanders play the Penguins and we play uh, the Boston Bruins. Which is how it's set up right now, but anything could change in the next couple days with the points. I think, I think you guys should let Boston have it. We could flip-flop and uh, end up playing Montreal or something. No, Speaking we're not of, letting Boston have anything. 
<laughs> Speaking of New York versus Boston, I'm done uh, with pretending I like Boston. We're clobbering Boston score? right now. Nice, going up three to nothing. I, Knicks are in the playoffs. I don't know about right now, but the at the end of the third, it's sixty-eight to fifty-two. All right, that's not a New it's York not a clobbering. Uh, you know, oh, you're talking about the Yankees, Knickerbockers of New York. It's a pretty nice lead, swishing and dishing. We have Carmelo Anthony with twenty-two points. All right, Mario, uh, Mario, Ryan, do you have a game for us this week? Let's all play some fucking Jeopardy. All right, yeah, yeah, I know the audience likes that. Wow. Dave was so keep here watching last time Jeopardy twenty-four hours a day and call this number. Yeah, dumb son of a bitch. You don't watch it 24 hours a day. I do. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. That's how Canadians say it. Son of a bitch. Who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? All right, those are all the sound effects I have. Let's go. Uh, Okay. Let's play some fucking Jeopardy. Let's play some fucking Jeopardy. Buzzing in and we're not losing any points for getting the wrong answer, right? That's right. Cool. Here are the categories for tonight's game. Actor by TV character. Sorry. That's good. No, no. What's a clicky? (laughs) (laughs) That's a pen. Cliche fill in the blank. Clish. Clitch. Clitchy. Clish. Famous trials. Also a... Looks like famous trial. Well, since the audience can't see that. (laughs) Thanks for screwing that up for me. I was hoping nobody would do that. I'm here to point out your faults, like in the early days of Facebook. Don't watch this on demand. (laughs) You're a pioneer of Facebook. Pioneer this. Sorry. Also, a chess piece. Mm -hmm. Periodic elements besides metal rendezvous. (laughs) And question mark with Q-U-E in quotations. And every Ah. answer will end in Q-U-E. Oh, I yes. thought they were all going to be in Espanol. Okay, they're all going to end in Q-U-E. Got first, uh, first one to hit the buzzer gets to go first. Okay. <laughs> Dave. You're very astute at this. I will take uh, Famous Trial for 500, please. Famous Trial for 500. <laughs> there was only one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I cite the case of... The only case, on Your Honor, actually, ever in history... Thank you. 1925, an unassuming high school biology teacher and part-time football coach is found guilty of teaching evolution in schools in violation of Tennessee law. Way to go, Dave. Oh, my Looking God. Looking for the guy's name? No, the, the name of the trial. The trial. Oh. Dave. Uh, Darrow was the, uh, oh, my God, what was it? Uh, fuck. Nah, Sorry. Brown versus Board of Education. Very good, Pat. That's definitely the answer. <laughs> incorrect. Oh, no. That's a completely different thing. Oh, my God. This is the only one I can think of. Hmm. Anybody else? No, I'm out. Scope's monkey trial. That's yeah, right. thanks, monkey. Wow. What? <laughs> I think you better research that trial again and revise your statement. <laughs> it's very important. All right, so I get to choose again, right? <clears throat> Go ahead. 400, please. Famous trial. He's Same category. Trial again. Nin- <laughs> 1945 to 1949, a series of military tribunals by the Allies for, by the Allies after World War II, most notably for the prosecution of Nazis. 
Uh, Nuremberg. Nuremberg trials is right. Damn it. How long? How much time you does he can't. have after he buzzes in? He's gonna, you know. isn't, isn't a Jeopardy rule you have <laughs> to... Has yeah, to we he has to complete the question right. before you're allowed to No, you don't have to complete the question. Yes, he does. Yeah, that's yes. Jeopardy. Yes. Okay. Does, Ali, does Alex Trebek right. uh, continue? No, that's okay. <laughs> he does not continue. It's okay. You have to answer if when you buzz in. Right, he stops, right? He, flips he stops. You, he you, flips you the bird. Yes, and I got, a pers- I got a perfect way to no, make sure that's enforced. you're locked out. You're locked out you're until locked he out finishes. Until he finishes, the I will, and I can do that from here. So we'll really, you can me. lock oh. us out. Wow, we'll this thing now. is high tech. Yeah, we don't uh, have to go that, that far. You're locked out. You're out. You can't answer. No, listen. You pay attention. Yes. When Ryan's done asking the question, he will that's free D, up our buzzers. D D for D. You cannot buzz in before he, that. I couldn't think of a name. You could try. <laughs> go ahead, Dave. What is Dave? Um, I'll take famous trial for three hundred, please. I see what you're doing. This is at least three trials so far. 1954, Supreme Court rules against segregation in schools. What happened to my orange? Uh, this isn't going to work. It's you, John. I, 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 uh, we'll just, we'll, we'll just, just buzz in. We'll just uh, Brown versus Board of Education. That's correct. We'll uh, wait We'll wait till the question's over from now on. I just didn't know. No, we, you know. I thought is when you, you, when don't you have buzz to. in early, you have to answer the question then, and he That's stops right. talking. That's what I always thought it was. He just, cause I it knew is. as soon as you said 1945 uh, to 49, you, I was You I have knew. to stop reading. You have to stop reading. Alex Trebek doesn't do that. Excuse Why do I have to do that? He does do that. Listen, Mario's running the Ryan game. I'm going to figure this out right now. Hello? Shut up. Listen to me. Dave's right. That's how we should. That's the only way to do right, it. The do locking it out way. thing ain't going to work. Fine. If you buzz in, Ryan, you stop asking the question, and uh, the you buzzer is on his own. Fair Got enough. It. Got it. That's Fairest right. way to do it. I'm into that. <laughs> John, go ahead. Oh, um, I'm going to switch it up a little, uh, Ryan, and uh, I'll go with a question mark. Question mark for how much? Uh, 100, please. Muslim, Muslim temple or place? What is mosque? The mosque is correct. You got to be fast. Because you Nothing's stole it. Gonna ever keep no, no. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. D. <laughs> Make it a J. Go ahead, D. Sorry. I'll take a question mark for 200, please. A detailed evaluation or a review? Mario. Wow. <laughs> what is a critique? That's correct. Wow, look shit. at him go. <laughs> <laughs> Stole it. <coughs> ahead, I did steal it. Cliche, fill in the blank. 300. Cliche, fill in the blank. 300. Never look a blank in the mouth. John. Uh, what is a gift horse? That's correct. Darn it. Thank you. 300. <laughs> go ahead, John. Um, okay. Um, let's go also a chess piece for 200. Also a chess piece for 200. Just to be difficult. That's fine. Desmond Tutu. Mike. What is, what is Bishop? <laughs> That's right. I don't know why it's funny because it's the right answer, but it still made me laugh. You get an H. Tutu. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. Hey, Tutu. I'll take Where's act- your dress? actor for 100, please. Alex P. Keaton. Michael J. Fox. Oh, He's just got to guess the answer. Okay, the even actor. The answer. What's the name of this game is Guess the Answer. You mean you get it right? Go ahead, Mike. Uh, what the for, fuck I'll is it? The same category for 200, please. Edith Bunker. Mike. All in the family. Wrong. No. Shit. John. Gene, who is Gene Stapleton? That's right. Gene Stapletron. <laughs> Damn it. I missed it. I should lose points for that. <laughs> Go ahead. 
Go, John. I'll take uh, also a chess piece for a 300. Nor of Jordan or Chris? Nor of Jordan. Nor of Jordan. <laughs> what Mario. is a king? Wrong. Damn it. What is a queen? That's right. Or Christina. Sweden. Oh, right Shit. going to ever keep me down. She said it was a queen, but it really was a king. Go ahead, Dave. Damn it. I will take uh, by TV character for 500. Let's cut hairdo off at the pass here. Wow. All right, let's do it. Ralph Mouth. Hairdo. Who is Donnie most? <sighs> nice. I it's like it. Anson Williams. Who is that? <laughs> I, I thought you were fucked for a moment. You're Wrong. fucking kidding me. If you got that one wrong. No, wait a second. Don most? <laughs> it totally is Donnie most. What are you talking about? I'm not guessing. I'm not, I'm not. I have no idea. If it Donnie most is wrong, then I'm not guessing. It's not Anson Williams? No, Anson Williams is fucking potsy, dude. It's Donnie most, right. yeah. Okay. Why don't you pay attention wow. to Happy Days? Alex, wow. Alex. Wow. Hairdo just proved the game wrong. No. <laughs> Hairdo nothing. I did. I, no, thank you. Give I'll me points it. for that. Uh, no. Well, I knew both I of them. I needed those. Go ahead, Hairdo. I'll take it the same category for 300, please. Carla Tortor- Tortelli. Wow. He knows Rhea Perlman. Um, oh, right. that's right. You watch too much TV. Whatever, I'm good at this. Good, Mike. I should get points for fixing the game. I'll take it for 400, please. <laughs> You'll take it up. All right, good. Ed Norton. Who is Art Carney? Right. Oh, come on. This is like that Cheers episode. He's buzzing in before the... Who are three people that ever been in my kitchen? <laughs> I didn't buzz, man. Who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Good, Mike. Um... <laughs> also a chess piece for 100, please. Crab, Cobra, Kong. Mario. Crab, Cobra, Kong. Which is a pawn. Cobra Kai. What is king? King is correct. Fuck. <laughs> That's the king one. Oh, darn it. Go ahead, Dave. I will take also a chess piece for 500, please. A pledge or a guarantee? Mike. Pawn. That's right. Very good, Mike. That was the pawn. 500. Went off. Thank you. That was the 500. It's a little difficult, a little tricky. Throws you a little U-turn there, a little screwball. Go ahead, Mike. Thank you. Um, I will take periodic elements besides... <laughs> what does it say? Up metal there? Rendezvous. Besides Metal Rendezvous. Which is M-E-R. Uh, besides 100. Thank you. Who's going to know this? Uh, metal Rendezvous. Oh, wait a second. Gold. I didn't know we were playing. I know. Yeah, Shit. you're right. No, I'm Mike. not. What was the question? I don't know what the question was. I said gold, but I'm wrong. wrong. What was the question, though? AG. Periodic elements. Silver. Silver's right. Uh, AU is gold. That's metal right. Metal Rendezvous. Yeah. AU. Metal Rendezvous. <laughs> Mario, go ahead. Also a chess piece for 400. A swindler. Or a cheat? Okay, you're supposed to stop talking. Swindler <laughs> or a cheat is a rook. A rook is correct. A That's so fair. Is. He buzzed in and you, all you said was swindler. I'm not getting you a best around. Not you. All right, here you go. <laughs> Cliche fill in the blank 500. A well be- That's it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dick. Damn it. A well. A well. Well. Uh, expect the best. Uh, hope for the worst. 
<laughs> We'd like to keep Well begun is blank. Well finished? Wrong. Never heard this. This is pretty sh fucking weak cliche, yeah, man. It's, it's 500. It's got to be rare. You got to make it a hard one. Well begun is half done. Half done. Ah. Failure to prepare is failure to succeed. Just throwing your own there, John. Cliches. 400, Failure to please. prepare is preparing to fail. John's awesome. working. John's working his own rhyme. Sounds like Sorry, I'm writing poetry over here. <laughs> You're in Pete Wentz. <laughs> I still have the Pete Wentz book. Ready? Go ahead, Mario. Cliches 400. Next week, we're going to play Stevie. Uh, guess who it is, Stevie or Pete Wentz? What about the reverse okay. Ryan game? Great. I'm ready. Talk about dick pics. <laughs> Let's move on with the game. Here we go. The road to hell is paved with... What is good intentions? That's right. I already said gold. I thought many... <laughs> Mike's still on periodic elements. That's AU. Yeah. <laughs> I thought uh, it was many a radio show. I will take uh, cliche fill in the blank for 200, please. Close only counts in blank. Shit. Uh, John? Uh, close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. That's right. You're the best. Around. Because you stole it. going to ever keep me down. <laughs> wow. John? Which is not true. I have two children. Uh, I'll take... Famous trial for 200, please. Right into Dave's hands. <laughs> I was saving those. <laughs> How could you? Former football star is found not guilty on all. Dave, of course. OJ Simpson trial. Uh, OJ Simpson trial. Damn it. Uh, I wish Ray Carruth was found not guilty. <laughs> on a base hit in front. Oh, God. I will take question mark for 300, please. Oh, yeah. Nice <laughs> <laughs> 60 is forever. Original, being without a like or unique. Very unique. good. You're the man. Fucking Mario. Mario. Mario is making his presence known. It's getting on the nerves. I'll take the Mysterians for 400. An accumulation of bacteria on the teeth. What is John? plaque? The plaque is right. You're the best. Once you go plaque, uh, plaque dad. Good, John. <laughs> plaque dad is my favorite rapper. Um, let's see. I'll take Ryan's big head that I can't see any questions for three hundred periodic elements for. Let's go all the way. Is five hundred still available? Yes. Five hundred. All right, let's do it. I'm the champion of periodic elements. Okay, N A. Mario. Nitrogen. Wrong. Nitrous oxide. John. Sodium. Right. You're damn right. Damn right. <laughs> That's salt, baby. For those of you at home. I had my stuff. periodic <laughs> element today. <laughs> I'm cranky. <laughs> All right. Give me uh, Let's keep it rolling here. Periodic elements for 400. Please, Ryan. F-E. Mario. Ferium. Wrong. <laughs> what is Dave? iron? Damn it, iron. Dave. What, how are my buzzers broken? Non-ferrous metal rendezvous. Let me teach you guys a little you secret. You broke his sausage fingers. This might screw me over, but I'm going to teach you guys a little secret. Sausage you all fingers. fucking just go like this. I hold mine. Oh. And I yeah. push it with my fucking I'm thumb. Tr I'm no. trying that same method, though. It's That's where working. the uh, term ferrous and non-ferrous comes from. F-E. Yeah, Time, fingers. I got to turn that off. And Dion Ferris. What uh, is that noise? I have to turn it off. Time. Turn what off? That's my smartphone. That's your phone? It's not very sound very smart. smart. You sure you used to work on a radio show? It's your dim phone. Group <laughs> phone. Uh, what do you got, a memory stick? Hit me with my memory stick. All right. 
All right, I, All right we, we can't on. wait for your phone call anymore. We're playing the, the game. game. Periodic Words. elements for 300, please. Come on, dick wife. K. Uh, come on, John. Oh, what is shit. potassium? Right. You're the best. How does he know? You're, You're the best. Because he's learned. You're the best. You're the best. You're the best. This is the worst remake. It's the same way it hits the buzzer. Give me my buttron. I'm ready. Um, no more periodic elements, huh? There's only one question left. All right, let's close out the category, please, Ryan. A L. Aluminum. 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 Good old aluminum. Your, your last choice is famous, famous trial. trial for 100. Oh, and question mark for 500. Right, and this and uh, cliche fill in the blank also. Question mark for 500. A variety adult entertainment show. Mario. Which is damn it! Ah! What is burlesque? Burlesque. How could I miss it? I was thinking of a television show. I could not come up with a, a television title. How could she slap? I was thinking of laughing. I was ready for risque. I, I got risque? stuck on laughing. I'm risque, like, risque that's a reward. <laughs> risque yeah. reward. That's our. You don't want to see that shitty show. French band. It gets a little blue after eleven o'clock. <laughs> 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 All right, let's uh, go. Famous. Uh, wait, wait, what else is left? That's it, right? Famous trial. Oh, um, cliche. Fill in the blank for hundred, please. A blank in time saves nine. Uh, what is a stitch? That's right. Damn it. Damn it. All right, John. Last one. All right, let's close out the game here. Famous trial. For one hundred dollars. Nineteen seventy-three landmark decision. Roe versus Wade. That was me. That is no. Come on. There's <laughs> a fucking thing here. Oh, right. I just wanted to get on the, the goddamn board once. <laughs> you greedy whore. And you uh, will be available for final Jeopardy. Oh, I forgot about Final Jeopardy. So did I. Thank God oh, I, I up came up with the question. So you have to count up your scores. Mine's nice and easy. Really? Coming I up that to was your natural haircut. Final Jeopardy oh. here. I, I don't believe I don't have the Jeopardy theme. What the hell's wrong with me? Mike, you're all in this category wow, right here. The <laughs> one over there. And, oh, down here, too. I, I see I, that. I, I, have, I have 1,900 bucks to play with. That's These good. suckers are doing math on a Friday. <laughs> I know. Yeah. What the hell? You know what? It means something. I want to win. I have 1,900. I have 1,900, too. I, I haven't added up anything. You know what's the best part? Dave, you worked so hard for your 1,900, <laughs> and I just paper. entered. Right, we have some sheets of paper. Can Can I, wait, wait. I have it. The risk-reward game. I mean, the Ryan reverse game. One each. Stop talking. Yeah, you want one? Please just you yes. your No, I need a piece of paper to, to add up my it? score. Stop talking. <laughs> and write an answer. <laughs> Thank you. you <laughs> I got a hundred. I, I know. I can do that in my head, dude. <laughs> Thank you, though. I appreciate the offer. Well, I am ready for the reverse Ryan game. One of these days. Wait a second now. So Still the, adding here. I'm, I'm a moron. It's a good thing it's not math Jeopardy. The All final, right. the final Jeopardy, the final category, Jeopardy category is U.S. currency. U.S. That's money, uh, Mario. What am I, J oh, or H? You have two thousand. H is me. So you bet? Plan how much you're gonna bet? <laughs> I saw yours. All right. Everybody wrote down what they're gonna bet. Pat, no. what, Pat, what money are you using? <laughs> I'm using my hundred bucks, bitch. <laughs> I would go ninety-nine. Spend it wisely. 
Come on, man. Let's do this. Let's do it. Where's the music? I do have 2,000. Very good. Thanks. The whole oh, enchilada, Harrison. I don't have it. I don't know what happened. I don't have the Jeopardy music. I don't know what happened. All right. Who, anybody have, uh, what's the closest to 2,000? I got 1,300. All right, stop it, though. Anybody beating me? I have 1,900. No, you're of the highest. And Hairdo has 1,900, too. Wow. We got a good game. Pat has 100. <laughs> Mario has a 1400. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Here we go. This is Final Jeopardy categories US currency. She's the only woman whose portrait appeared on paper currency, the $1 silver c- certificate of 1886 and also 1891. Little music, Hit the please, music maestro. Please. Eighteen eighty six and what? And also eighteen ninety one. All right. Who had the lows? Patton? Yeah. I wrote Betsy Ross, but then I crossed it out and wrote Imelda Marcos. <laughs> she I, like she, answer, I don't think she was alive in the 1800s. Very good. Uh, she did sorry, have a lot of shoes, though. Right. How much how, did you wager? How much did you wager? I, I wagered uh, the whole enchilada. 100, so you will <laughs> be you least. Say, he actually just enchilada. wagered an enchilada, which would still leave him with at least $99. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Uh, who's Me next? and Hairdo are tied, so do you want to go first? I'll go first. I, I actually wrote Susan B. Anthony, then crossed it out and went Bet- Betsy Ross and was wrong, and I bet $444. <laughs> you are wrong, and uh, how much does that leave you with? 19 minus 444 is 15, 456. It's actually 14, 46. You played it safe. Oh, okay. 14, 46. 1446. Right. I, I also said Betsy Ross. Isn't it 1466? And I did not cross it out and say anything. 1466. How much well, did you wager? Uh, I wagered 1800 so I was up to uh. $100. So you got $100 left. You're in the lead. Oh, Mar- no, I'm no. sorry. Hairdo's in Hairdo the lead. Is Mario? Right. Yes. Oh, wait, we didn't even think about him. What'd you write? Well, thank you. How much did His you answer not, is yes. I did not consider him a factor at all. <laughs> I wrote Susan B. Anthony, but is that wrong? That is wrong. Because then I switched it to Pocahontas. That's also wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, when he said paper money, I figured That's, Susan I, B. Anthony was the trick. I, 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 I realized what I did. Uh, I wagered a 900. And who'd you pick? And I think Harry might beat me if I'm wrong. I hope. Uh, I wrote Martha Washington. Washington is correct. Yeah. <laughs> One dollar should have been the. One dollar, cause, cause, I believe we have a winner. Martha Washington, cause. There you go. Martha Washington is the correct answer. So thank you, everybody, for playing. Thank you. Some fucking Jeopardy. It's been it's been a pleasure having me. Said no one ever. <laughs> All right, um, Don't be so mean to me, David. Also, I thought maybe Ryan rapping. was throwing in there because of the Tron. Tron did help. What do you mean? That was smart of you, thinking that he would actually use it because it would have a Tron in it. Yeah. And I knew he was he was trying to figure out what the Final Jeopardy question was going to be. The circumstances After we had perfect. already started the show. 
Right. I'm a good test taker. Yeah. I have a good I test taker. I'm one the best. Day, one day, we, can we play the reverse Ryan game? Can here. I get an official amen here on the air? I am the greatest right. Is that the Ryan game? Oh, my. my butthole while he's turned around. <laughs> I am the Thank you, everyone. I'd like to thank, uh, like to thank our guests Jesse Cannon and Matt Gentling. Do you guys? Uh, yeah, we should go, right? All right, yeah. ten thirty, ten thirty-five. Oh, you want to talk? You no, no, I don't care. I'll talk. Right, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll talk all night, baby. I'm an egomaniac. I, just, I mean, you know, honestly, like I just want to bring up something real quick. There's this woman that I think has a that I work with that I think has a problem where every time she sees me, and she saw me last week, like she's not in the office that often, and she said to me today, and she asked me last week, she goes. Did you get a haircut? And I'm like, no, I didn't get a fucking haircut. I look exactly the same every time you ask me. And I swear to God, in the past two months, she's asked me six times if I've gotten a haircut. Why does that annoy you? <laughs> well, who asked that? Who's who's default? Like, what, how about she's hi? taking notice of your appearance? No, it might be a social tick. Like, I think, you know, I think like it is. A, That's yeah. what I was thinking. It's like a weird social tick. Like I, they, she keeps saying, like it's a Tourette's thing or something. Maybe it's her opener. Yeah, that's that's. She goes. She has a routine where she feels comfortable, and um, she defaults to that. But if you see someone often enough, like it's not appropriate to ask them if they got a haircut. I mean, right? I know. It's not appropriate. <laughs> inappropriate. But... You're in the HR office I... stomping around. I didn't get a fucking haircut. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what I work with some guys Look, who like don't have that ability to have a conversation, so they go to these default. Like just weird non sequiturs that they they spit out and and you're like what and but it's not even worth challenging they'll just change the subject and you go yep 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 that's right yep, yep. it's really weird how do you answer when someone says what's the good word <laughs> I, 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 Bible, my I have an answer for this and I my answer is legs spread the word <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect hairdo again you win it life. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I wanted you. Thank God you asked that question. You know how long I've been waiting for Sony? Ask me. It's been, been, been filed away for I ages. No, I. But anytime anybody says it to me, I catch them off guard. I catch them laughing or shocked. But the fact that you asked the origin of what, what's your answer, I've never been set up so well. Thank you, God, Dave. Keeps my gut nice. I hope somebody asks me tomorrow. God, tomorrow's gonna be my day. I know it. I never I get know. what's the word, but I, I, I never get what's the good word. But I get what's the word, and I always just reply bird. I know. I, I, I get what's the, what's the good word, and it's the answer. Sorry, is the Mary. legs spread the word. That's good. I like it. On my back. I'm appropriating. Bird that. is the road. I, I, bird, bird is, is the road. <laughs> Cliches for a hundred. How about how are they hanging? <sighs> hanging low. No, I'm not down with how is it hanging. The how are they hanging is very how, specific. How are how are your testicles hanging? <laughs> the, the I hate when I get that question. I hate when people come to me they're like, hey, Dave, how are your testicles hanging? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, they're a little to the right today. Are your testicles being affected by gravity in any certain way we sh- I should know about? The Homer Simpson, One coffee? The Homer Simpson line. He goes, how's it hanging, Homer? He goes, low and lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Dovey in the chat box right along with you on that one. Low and lazy. Yeah, that's gross. I don't, you know, I don't like making small talk, but you got to. You gotta have some, you know. You gotta do a little dance there. Look, when we're talking about my penis, it's never small talk. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you, everybody. Thank you, Ryan, for the game. Thank you, uh, Jesse Cannon and Matt Gentling. Yeah, jam-packed uh, show. Thanks, by guys. Jesse's book, it is called Dave. What's it called? Again? How's it hanging? Get more. more.
fans. Fans. Uh, and yeah. go go see Matt Gentling on this. It's all about one man's obsessive quest to get as many, uh, <laughs> <laughs> as much air circulation as possible Damn in his tiny one-room apartment. I did have a question for him about Dean Risplers, and I forgot to ask it. The sequel, air conditioner, <laughs> central air. Get more fans. Can we, can we Put them on top of ventless fireplace. <laughs> Thank you, Dean Rispler, for letting me down gently. What? What? Dean, Dean, he responds to me. Oh. Oh, and the Mets tickets, uh, all-inclusive messages you send out to everyone? I thought I just didn't have to answer Just to the top five. I updated my Facebook app, and now I've got chat. And as soon as I did, like, I updated it and fucking opened it up again, and I had 997 messages from Mario's threats. Oh, yeah, because he, he I was asked. like, why did I update? What, what, is that? what is this new feature? I only get shit from Mario. I left it. <laughs> Thank you, Pat. Is that when I threatened to bomb the middle village? Oh, boy. Call the FBI. No, what? you didn't. Don't, no, please don't, don't say please, that. Please don't make bomb threats on our show. The State Department called me. They were very concerned that I've been testing nuclear warheads in my backyard. You've all been right. bombing fucking Facebook. I know that much. <laughs> you're bombing I, right now. I've got a bunker in my yard. You can all, you're all welcome to hang out with me when we test. We... We do the um, test, you know. Right. Let's wrap it up. The Manhasset Project. The Manhasset Project. <laughs> I like that. Does anybody else have anything uh, I want to say before we leave? Um, when I retire, nope. I'd like to open up a restaurant called Jimmy's Buffet. <laughs> All right, there we go. Jimmy's Buffet. Go out. You can call a- it Buffet if you want, but I prefer Buffet. <laughs> I love Buffet. Seek that out. Look for the, look for the big parrot on the sign, and we'll see you all next week. Thank you very much. Oops, what's going on? I uh, myself turned out. Jimmy's Buffett. That word. I'll try that again. Let's see you all uh, next week. Thank you very much. Here's some thin Lizzie now. Shut the fuck up.
yeah. 